Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, everyone. Hi. Hello. We are back. Wow. Look I don't know. This. I was gonna say I was gonna like sing something, and then I completely like blanked. I was thinking of like, "Good morning, good morning." But then I was like, but "I was like, oh, that's not the same thing as we're back." <laughs> and I was like, "Never mind." <laughs> yeah. Hence that very pregnant pause we had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's, sometimes it's like you're like, "Yeah, I'm ready to court," and then it's like, "What am I gonna say? How how do I introduce I know. myself?" Each week. I, don't, I know. Why am I acting like I've never podcasted <laughs> my entire life? This is my first time. Oh, my God. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I've never done one before. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> how are you, how you doing, Sonique? Well, Sonique, you've been busy. I have been busy. Yeah. Tell our listeners what all the things you've been up to, well, wedding-wise. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> <Sorry>. like... <laughs> Sonique's like, like I haven't done anything. <laughs> Well, and I also remember that we pre-recorded too, so I was like, mm-hmm. "What did I do?" Oh yeah, um, I went to Austin, Texas, for my bachelorette weekend, yes. which was very fun. Um, shout out to to Texas. Your politics suck, but the food's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been doing, you know, some wedding planning here and there. I just secured a hairstylist <sighs> one month out. Look at God. <laughs> I actually like genuinely a weight has been lifted because that was like one task that mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, how could I let, like, how could I let that get away? Like I got my makeup artist months ago, mm-hmm. months ago, M- dress months ago, everything early. This is the one thing I was like, shit. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Yeah. So. Well, questions. Do you have an idea of how you want to do your hair? Are you going to have it braided? Are you going to have... I know what exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you the picture. Okay. Listener, you can't see it, um, but you'll see pictures. You'll, I'm gonna, you'll get my, my verbal will, description of it. Yes. Eventually, I'm going to post pictures of this, um, of my, my wedding. I mean, honestly, exactly. duh. Why have a wedding if you can't post it, right? <laughs> I'm going to do like this. It's Issa Rae. I don't know if you can see. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, like, is it braids in the front or is it just slicked down? It's just like slicked back with like texture in the back. Okay, it's giving. And I'm hoping this hair also holds up while I'm in Italy for the honeymoon because I'm not. I'm not planning on getting my hair done because we're leaving like two days later. Exactly. So I'm hoping she still looks good by the end. I feel like it's a, it's a ponytail, right? Like it's a it's a elevated ponytail. So basically, I, you can... it's like a ponytail, but it's like higher up and yeah. it's a little like more like it's full. Yeah, it's giving. Okay, I'll describe it for you all. It's it's slicked back low ponytail but the ponytail is giving diana ross it's giving beyonce Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. it's giving bundles on bundles on bundles but also like is it my hair is it not my hair you don't know you know you don't know (laughs) you don't know it's giving bundles and i think it's gonna look very cute i think with my dress with the veil and everything i think it's gonna look very romantic and Mm -hmm. very like like very like over the shoulder like me (laughs) Huh? Yes. Also, like, was that <laughs> was that Issa Rae's hairstyle for her for Issa's the character wedding on Insecure? Does she get married, or is that um, Molly who gets married? 
Right, 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 right. That's Molly that gets married. Yeah, I think. But Issa Rae also got, got married. She got married, yeah. She's like, surprise, I, I was wonder. dating someone and got married. And got married in, like, the south of France. I was like, oh, <laughs> God, you're so chic. I know. Issa Rae wedding. Now I'm, like, looking at, um, she was, a, oh, yeah, she, she had, she had a little, her hair is definitely a lot more. It's longer. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, way more full. Because she had okay. her dresses, like. Very romantic, and I think it's very gorgeous. Okay. Oh, she's a beautiful bride. As Not as beautiful as, as me, though. As will kidding. you be. She's, we'll both be beautiful. Exactly. She'll come. I'm a tagger, and if like, hey, girl, <laughs> look what I did too. I, I got married too. <laughs> she's gonna respond. I bet. I bet. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, like we have we have a similar like head shapes. So that's why I chose her hair her hairstyle. Very style, much so. Because I we have like similar like um, I mean oval like <laughs> i'm acting like my head shape is so like unique like i'm like oh i'm like a heart i'm like a diamond i'm like a literally oval face right <laughs> it's a most simple face <laughs> the easiest face to be able to get hair because like literally everything but like yeah let me live girl how are you doing <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness i am doing um <laughs> i i can't compete with that but i'm doing well um it's not a competition it's not a competition we're all here we're all friends we're having a good time exactly um i'm doing well i i haven't really talked a lot about this publicly just kind of <laughs> so weird. i feel like i'm about to like talk about me separating with my um with my husband like, after 10 years no. <laughs> i was like what is going on i don't know why i, I like, prefaced what? it that way um but I am planning on leaving China and like transitioning out, and okay. I think I've vaguely talked about it. But I think it's it's. I mean, unless like something like either catastrophic or a miracle happens, I'm gonna be leaving um, probably at the end of my contract, which is like in January and February. Um, oh my god! Okay, that's very soon. It is, and it's yeah. Like the more I'm thinking about it, because I've been thinking about it for a long time, um, but like the I just have kind of I'm kind of just now talking about it out loud with a lot more people, and so it's like I'm kind of getting excited about it, um, but then also mm-hmm. like completely nerve wracked and like, what the fuck am I gonna do? But it's exciting. Yeah. Um, and do you know yeah. what where you're going? What country you're gonna be moving to next? Um, so I want to transition into virtual, like, um, virtual and remote work. Um, so I don't necessarily want to be not in America, probably. I'll be, I'll be home and like visiting for a while. Um, but then I plan to move into something else, but, um, I'm planning on having the ability I want I want to transition to virtual and remote work just so I have flexibility of like where I'm at because for the past Mm -hmm. seven almost eight years I've been in one country and kind of restricted based on my schedule and like COVID like when I can leave and come back so I want more flexibility of that time of year and so but it'll probably be be not necessarily like one country long term I'm kind of thinking like um, doing like there's different kind of visas and stuff that you can kind of get short term, either long term tourist visas or kind of short term resident um visas in different countries. Okay, I. E. Mexico, Thailand, um, 
lots of Southeast Asian countries and uh, South American and Central America. Um, Most likely near a beach. So... (laughs) Uh, I mean, listen, I love the idea of you doing like virtual nomad type thing mm-hmm. or digital nomad. That's what it's called. Yeah. You do it. I'd love it. I know how a dog actually would consider that. Mm-hmm. But I have I have a I have a dog. Yeah. You know, he can't just be everywhere. But that's OK. But you can do it. We can live vicariously through you. Yes. And, you know, the hope is that I can actually be in places that people can visit me. So, yeah, I would love that. So I really like I mean, I know we talked about I, I've talked a lot about coming to see you in China, but then also COVID happened. So that it's really it's impossible. Like, yeah. Any possibility that kind of went out the window. But it would be cool if you could go someplace that we could. I could yeah, I could like host yeah. you. I see you. Yeah. yeah. I'd love. I'd love to be there. Yeah. You know, so take some time off. I'll hang out. <laughs> exactly. Watch you work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm hoping to. I'm, we're in the process of like kind of like transitioning well because I have lots of free time with my job now, just transitioning into that um, while I'm still working. Um, and yeah, figuring out like banking and getting my taxes are different here and all, all the logistic things um yeah. i've been trying to figure that out and then trying not to be overwhelmed by it because i have time to get done but also like my life is day day but it's it's good it's exciting i'm excited <laughs> about it so that's very exciting yeah. um i love this i love that both of us are are seeing some big changes in our lives i know girl and they're scary, but they're exciting. Exactly. Exactly. Ew. Wow. And this is a great time for the podcast. You can maybe get some flyers going in different <laughs> languages wherever you're staying. Pass them out. We can widen our audience. I need to I need to figure out an elevator pitch in several different languages. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You do. We, we don't have to worry about that right now. You can work on that. You can start, you know, sketching that out. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And then <laughs> we'll have it. We'll have it unlock. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but I think we probably have some lovely. I also have a some a word from a listener. Okay, how about you go first? Because I've got I've got a, a bundle of things. That, yeah, I know listeners. we have um, we really have probably have a lot. This one's just one. This is from actually Nicole Matthew. Shout out to Nicole Matthew, our producer. Um, she hit me up. And it turns out that we had gotten a message from our Patreon. Hey, if you're, if you're on the Patreon, you can talk to us there, too. Yeah. And also listen to all the really cool podcasts on the Solid Listen Network. There's lots of really great stuff. So hop on over there. $5 a month. Do mm-hmm. that. Um, we got this from Lindsay Krieg. I hope it's okay if I said your name, but I already did. So <laughs> deal with it. Um, a few weeks ago, I had been talking about Fanny Dooley. And I was yes. like, what's, what's that bitch's deal? <laughs> Lindsay told me, she said, Fanny Dooley only likes things with double letters. Because mm-hmm. it's spelled F-A-N-N-E-E-D-O-O-L-E-E. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I like vaguely, it was in my brain, but I wasn't remembering it. But someone also messaged us about that. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. Yeah, it's double letters. Fanny Dooley likes Degrassi, but doesn't like South and Nowhere. Mind you, when I read that the first time, I still didn't get it. I was like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm so stupid. I was like, wait, what? What are you talking? Lizzie, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> South of nowhere. Betty Dooley likes Manny and Emma, but doesn't like Ashley. Ashley might be a bad example because honestly, who does? Oh, damn. Ooh. So she wouldn't like Paige either. 
<laughs> thank you all for being y'all and sharing it with us and for all the memories. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for cracking the code on when Nicole sent this to me. I was like, this probably means nothing to you, but this person just explained a riddle that has had, had me stuffed since I was six years old. Like, unlocked, unlocked everything in my brain, being like, oh, shit. My life has changed. I was like, oh, that's true. She do like double letters. Damn. Thanks, Lindsay. And like putting it in the context of Degrassi for us was like, in the end, like Degrassi, but not South America. Right. Like, they know She us. like spoke... She spoke our language, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. I love it. Like, I kind of feel like I'm in um, Dangerous Minds when Michelle Pfeiffer, like, <laughs> wants to teach the kids poetry with, like, rap. So I'm like, yeah, now I get it. <laughs> now I get similes. You're, you're, you're speaking about urban language. You get the like, inner wow. city, don't you? You get it. Word <laughs> up. Word to your mother. Oh, love it. <laughs> well, thank you, Lindsay. That was beautiful. <laughs> Um, yes, we got, okay, so since we're on the topic, we got a few comments and DMs, uh, concerning our, um, Fanny Dooley and Zoom, uh, tangent that we went on, um, either last week or the week before. Uh So we got a DM from Caroline. So Sonique and Zoom unlocked a part of my brain, y'all. Okay, so Fanny Dooley is like a wordplay riddle and her theme song gives gives it away it's quote f a double n double e double o o l double double e <laughs> I, just, I just butchered that but uh, oh so there's like a song too damn I think the there theme was song. i'm remembering it now i didn't even fucking catch on that oh my god also shout out <laughs> to caroline over. for remembering the song as well it all went over my head yeah good yeah. for you caroline thank you um so Caroline also gave us example. She only likes double letter words. So she likes blizzards, but hates snowstorms. She likes sleeping, but hates dozing. Wow. I feel like we're getting school today. For real. <laughs> Love it. Wow. Um, and then. Car- imagine imagine oh. how far in life I would have been if I had gotten this when I was a child. Well, Like I probably have a Nobel, a Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, at the very least. Right? A MacArthur <laughs> Genius Grant? I think. I mean, like. Come on. You're 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 underselling yourself. Come on. I know. Um but uh Caroline said also if you remember this from Zoom, I could speak fluent Abby Dubby. Do you remember Oh my god. <laughs> yes. It was like that weird like pig Latin thing. Yeah. But it was like Oh God. So Caroline says that her mom used to make me do it at parties. She literally came, <laughs> called me once from a friend's house, put me on speaker, and made me speak Ubby Dubby. <laughs> Why is that so, like, funny to me? Because like, she called you from a friend's house? Because <laughs> there's only, like, it's one of those things where you're like, how do I tell this story to friends? It's like, what? Well, do you remember Zoom? Okay, you remember Zoom. My Do you remember Abu Dhabi? <laughs> my sister does this to me. She makes someone she'll call me to make me do like the L mode voice with like the onion garlic celery thing. She'll call me like, hey, say it, say it, say it. <laughs> I have to say it. She's like, hey, thank you, bye. She hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I, like, what's what's that, um, that charade quote where it's like, 
what happened to hello? What happened to how are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? It's like, what, what am I? Some kind of dancing monkey for you? You're I love dancing that Elmo. Do, You're a tickle I me am. Elmo. I'm a tickle me Elmo. I think it's so funny that she made her mom made her do it. <laughs> oh, God. But that was just fucking hilarious. Um, it's like embarrassing, but also hilarious. Truly. <laughs> um, we also got, uh, let's see, we got some comments. Oh, I didn't screenshot those. Let me go to that message. Okay. So Tyrell, friend of the pod, friend of the pod, Tyrell Lafayette, um on, on Instagram commented saying, I never watched Zoom, but it it sounds kind of like a show we had in Canada called Take Part, where we where they make crafts and stuff, but I was poor and it would always be like it would always be make the puppet's mouth out of a margarine container lid and glue your felt all around it. Place googly eyes on it, and I'd be like, "Bitch, <laughs> I have margarine, <laughs> but I can't afford to go to Michael's." I feel that energy. That was <laughs> That's my house. That's a good point, though. A lot of yeah, a lot. Of, I didn't like. I liked. I watched that show and I think I might have lied a bit and was like, I was make I was I think I just like watched I don't think I actually made anything. No, because I never had the I stuff. I think I also like I don't think I had the stuff. You're, it's a good point. I don't think I really had it. Like the, the stuff I could do would be like the simple like, oh, have a rubber band. <laughs> and I'm like, I do have that. Yes. I can do that. Yes. But like, yeah, like felt. I don't have fucking felt. My mom has a job. Exactly. Like, like she, we don't, don't have a craft crafty. cabinet. You don't have a craft table like what the fuck you have a table dedicated to glitter exactly and my mom's not gonna take me drag queen not gonna take me to michael's to buy me craft supplies to like decorate trash like no no my mom used to get so annoyed when i I, tell her like take me to like to the store to get stuff for a project i had to do exactly for school like we don't talk enough about how much like public school system was not kind to like single parents and how mm. annoying it was having to go buy poster board I just and like having to buy a poster board the and night like before styro- I, had to get a, I had to buy a styrofoam ball mm-hmm. so i can make the planet earth mm-hmm. bitch i'm on it i don't need to make it it's we all know here. what it looks all like. around me exactly we all know what she looks like okay it's literally our home anyway exactly. sorry but that that was beautiful thank you um I feel Thank like you. all our listeners are unlocking <laughs> memories for us. We're like, oh my God, remember that? Um, but uh, Tyrell says, anyway, I found this on Wiki. Fanny Dooley, a segment that centered on a character who likes any person, thing, or concept with double letters in it, but hates non-double lettered equivalent. Apparently everyone knew except for us. <laughs> I know. Okay, smarty pants. <laughs> um, okay, gifted kids. We get it. You're smart. Okay. You're in the separate reading <laughs> class. We get it. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I mean, I was too, but like, I don't know. I, I, I think that was a fluke sometimes. I wonder. Yes. And then um, another listener commented, I came here to share similar info on Fanny Dooley. I also didn't watch Zoom, but Sonique's description of her, of of it reminded me of my old camp director who would talk about Aunt Mad. This sounds like a like an insult. Magilla Cuddy. Magilla Cuddy. Thank. 
I, I don't even know what this person's talking about, but I just know it's probably McGillicuddy. I was like, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I've known you long enough. I'm like, I know what she's trying to say. I, was I know like, what so, language you're speaking. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's about like magic and cutting things. Okay. Um, but no, Aunt McGillicuddy, who liked double letter stuff, but hated single letter equivalents. And when you figured it out, you felt a little cooler. Well, <laughs> apparently we weren't cool enough. <laughs> Not me. I also didn't go to camp, so yeah, I went. To, I, went I missed to out a on a lot of experiences. Camp, so that didn't have any. Of that I would have. Stuff. I would have. Ta- I would have taken that. I would have loved that. <laughs> I would have been like, "This is cool. I'm happy. I'm out to be outside." Yes. Uh, <laughs> um. So thank you for that. Uh, we also got a few DMs and comments. Not a few. We got a handful of DMs and comments uh, encouraging our bonus episode content for our very special episodes. And um, one listener commented, Gofsta, uh said that Mr. Turner from Boy Meets World was referenced off screen during the high school graduation episode by Minkus who runs off screen saying, Mr. Turner, yes. wait up. So apparently he was yes. alive or a ghost. That no. Oh my God. It was a, it was a, oh my God. You just, <laughs> oh my God. You just unlocked something. Yes. I remember okay. that joke. Cause it's very funny. It's, it's, it's the end of high school. So then Minkus shows up. Cause we haven't seen Minkus in years. So it's like, oh my God, it's Minkus. Right. And, then, and he shows up and they're like, Minkus, where have you been? He was like, oh, on the other side of the school. But he points like breaking the fourth wall, <gasps> like where the audience would be. So it's like, oh, I was over there, but like we never see that side of the school because it's a TV show. So then he's like, he they finish talking. He's like, oh, hey, Mr. Turner, and waves in that direction and walks over there. And it's like, oh my god, reference to another character just kind of disappeared. Whoa! Why do I remember that whole fucking joke? (laughs) Well, also that was that was the high school graduation that Corey proposed to Topanga. Topanga proposed to Corey. Sorry, I forgot. I'm, I'm not. On, I'm not a detail, Queen. Izzy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Topanga Lawrence. That that's a, that was a big. I'm actually like shame on you, Lauren. That was a big thing. Like Topanga did the because then Corey also was upset that she did it and not him. And he did, he didn't get to do it. Yeah. Damn, that was beautiful. They should have me on that new uh, Pod Meets World show. Like, let me get on there. Like, I wasn't in the show, but I was kind of in the show. I you you were there with Minkus and Mister Turner. I was awful. Like, hey guys. I- <laughs> Oh, this is me like twer- backing it up on Mr. Turner. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Turner can get it to the day he dies. I swear. Oh, I um, know on that fucking motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. We've got um, we got a let's see. Oh, also, um, Dennis Dyer from Instagram sent us a TikTok. Um, and it was a, it was just like an unedited clip of a commercial, I guess kind of commercial, it'd be in commercial time slot of Degrassi minis. Do you remember those? Yes. And there was a Degrassi mini of Emma from Degrassi and uh, I forgot what the other show was. Um, it was another teen content about like a girl, a girl's band who like t- was touring around. I don't remember it well that, enough. Was it Instant Star? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And so it was kind of like remember that commercial of like Apple versus uh, a- <laughs> Apple yes. versus uh, Android versus PC versus PC. Uh-huh. They were doing that uh-huh. with Degrassi and with Instant Justin Star. Long. 
Sorry, Justin Long oh, had a very sorry I career. Forgot he, he said that. Like, <laughs> like he was in that. Like that was his comeback. <laughs> like his big that's breakout. Rough. Yeah, that's amazing. Yes. Thank you. Oh, okay. We have so many things to, like dig into. We, I know. Like, we have to watch some of those things too. Um. Okay. So we we got two more DMs. They're a little bit longer, so I'll read those too. But they all have to do with drug stuff and the JT um, two parter that we did. So our first DM was from Jolie, um, and they said, okay, so I know you said not to expose ourselves, but I'm going to share anyways. <laughs> I think we were like, don't tell us about your drug drug life, but like also tell us about your drug life. Hey, go for it. <laughs> it's up to you. Exactly. Um, okay, so my friend's boyfriend did a JT and was stealing prescription medicine. He was a pharmacy tech at CVS. He started taking a few benzos for himself, but then started selling them. Not sure when it started. It was clear that pills were missing and every pill for every prescription is accounted for. So he had to stop for a while and ended up having a seizure. Oh shit. Due to withdrawals. He ended up getting fired five months after the seizure because he stole an entire prescription of Oxy. They didn't arrest him sooner because they wanted to have a bigger civil case. It was really awkward when I was ringing people up at the front because at the front, watching him being put in being put in handcuffs because he thought he was coming in for an, or a yearly evaluation. She stayed with him for five years after that. Damn. Oh Damn. My. She a ride or die. <laughs> um, but this Clearly. is this is Jolie's friend. Like her, it's her yeah. friend's boyfriend. Yeah. Thank you guys for keeping me entertained while I while I'm doing all the work for my small business. Shout out to a boss babe. Um, yes. I'm thinking about making Degrassi character inspired candles. Um, Jolie, do it. Um, are you okay? Okay, <laughs> like I don't want to like the saint candles like or the something. Catholic ones. Yes. Jolie, Jolie, I swear to God, please. if you give me a candle, I'll buy. I'll buy one. You don't have to give it to me. I, we I will, will. We will support your small I business. I will create. An altar. I will, my house is gonna look like Nancy Downs from 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 uh from the craft. Uh-huh. All the fucking candles in it. That's what my house is gonna look like. <laughs> I support you in all this. Yes. Um, and and la two weeks ago, I was trying to. I think I was trying to sing a song, but I didn't know what the song was from. And Jolie, shout out to you. <laughs> they said the thing Lauren was re- referencing was the outro to Jesus Walks from Kanye so I feel seen I feel heard I can't remember what I was trying to reference but Jolie Jolie got it I believe Jolie Jolie's got it me too I trust um okay so our last DM is from Fen um who uh okay I'll just go into it I'm just here to answer Sinise's question regarding drug dealing from turned out getting into the gate okay (laughs) getting into the game is a lot easier to get into than you think oh okay so it's kind of like um a a low was it uh an entry level job you know okay little experience necessary okay first never lit on if you're in need of money, a mark is a mark. Once the local quote unquote pusher, as my grandmother would say, finds out that you're strapped for cash, they love doing what Jay did. Any variation of I can hook you up is a sign that you're about to get is your is that you're about to be a grunt. 
Small jobs, quick cash, you're lucky if you profit 10% to 15. Second, there will always be some will always be drug dealers around. Some decent and high um high quality, a vast array of messy and troublesome. The ones who do it in the open are the ones who will do time. Third, legacy dealers are the best ones. They were They made- got legacies? <laughs> They got, they got, they got MLM tears, apparently. They got legacy. They got Yale. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, well, probably because, you know, Yale, Yale's doing all the drugs. Yeah, you, got, you get grandfathered, grandfathered mm-hmm. in. Um, mm. Legacy dealers are the best ones. They were made for this. Their siblings slash parents slash relatives did it and taught them how to do it. Those are the best ones. The least assuming, most knowledgeable, and the most trustworthy Okay, so you got to start when you buy drugs. Now you've got to start asking for a resume and a pedigree tree. Like, I know I need to see letters of recommendation. I mean, I need the resume, like you said. (laughs) Um, There are a few rounds of interviews, actually. (laughs) I mean, I kind of want to start doing this, honestly. I can't trust Um, everybody. Yeah. How did I become like, like a recruiter, but not like Jay, but like. (laughs) A job recruiter, but for drug dealers. We'll have to workshop it. We'll have to. We'll have to like figure yeah. out like an in- an Indeed, a LinkedIn, but for drug dealing. Yes, FBI. If you're listening, this is a joke. This uh-huh. is this, this is, is a joke. It's a it's a, a a bit. It's called <laughs> a bit. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Fourth, if you ain't lived the life, do not entertain the idea of dating that Negro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or or a white man with a busted grill. Wow. That's like life lesson number one. Like they said if you're not about that life, you ain't about that life. And that's exactly. I agree. And that's why my fiance works on computers. <laughs> and, he, and he doesn't have a busted grill. Like it's no, and I know I know where he is every day. <laughs> he works hard from home. I see him <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm like I'm fascinated. Thank you, Fen. Okay. Thank you. Um, I love this. Uh, buy your product. Wink at the flirts while standing ten toes firmly on your boundaries. <laughs> I feel like this is. This is- this is my drug, my, my drug fairy godmother. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm even starting to wonder, should we even be reading this? Like, I feel like, um, the, uh, the, everybody wants something. Salt Listen Network does not endorse <laughs> what our TM Sarah said to us. Right. Right. We're simply sharing information. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's a, uh, while standing 10 toes firmly on your boundaries and get the fuck out um of there i'm not saying that i've dealt drugs i'm a tax-paying citizen who works in the private sector what does that mean what's the private sector lauren you know what the (laughs) private sector is i don't not the public sector like not the government like not you like i work at apple as the private sector (laughs) oh i thought like private sector referring to like drug dealing i'm like i thought it was all the private sector Lord, you know what the private sector is. Like, like why are you highly you know what that is? Oh God, I'm like, I'm like in it. I'm in it. Okay. Uh, Lord. 
want to send to you, but I know you know what this means. Like, I, I thought he was referring to, like, the private sector of, like, but within drug dealing. And I was no. like, okay. He means he works at, like, I don't know. I thought I was he like, okay, there's dispensaries, Google. the public, and then there's the private no. sector, like, the black market. Okay, got it. Okay. <laughs> We're going to keep, we'll, we'll keep that in, I guess. <laughs> I, we have to. <laughs> okay. I'm a taxpaying citizen who works in the private sector, but if people ask questions that I happen to know the answers, who am I to deny them new knowledge? Now for me to go back to listening to now for me to go back to listening to the rest of the episode while drinking apple juice. Oh my God. (laughs) Wait, not this fool stopping the podcast to type that whole book while sipping on apple juice. (laughs) I mean, Finn, what? I mean, Iconic. Iconic. Okay. That was a ride. Thank you. Thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Wow. I mean, we are always here for new knowledge, whatever the topic. If you've got, if you work in the private sector of anything. (laughs) Maybe I work in the private sector. (laughs) You talk about right now. But but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. If you just happen to have some knowledge about some things, we will always (laughs) accept your DM. Because that was fucking amazing. That was great. I'm also never letting you live that down. That was actually (laughs) That was a great, that was a great um, brain fart. It really was. I'm like, she has, like, she knows this word is. I was just like on the journey and I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) No, I totally get that. I was like, but I know she has those. We have legacy drug dealers. Why not have a private sector of drug dealers, you know? Yeah. Um, Okay. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Fen. Thank you all of you. For these, um, for these lovely DMs. FYI, moving forward, we're going to be doing some... I'm just going to tell them we're doing some pre-records and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if for some reason we don't get to your DM, have no fear. We're not ignoring you. But just, um, you know, we're trying to get ahead of it. We don't want to have to take a giant break again. Right. Um, because of me. Because literally it's because of me. <laughs> um, and, you know, we're trying to get ahead of some records so you can get your episodes. And you have something exactly. to listen to while we're gone. But... Um, We'll be right back after a quick break. This week, ooh, we're going into the lexicon of love, parts one and two. I'm mm-hmm. very, ooh, these episodes are so good. They awaken something in me, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this uh, show may be gay. Um, anyway, um, Synopsis, part one. At the premiere of Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian, A, Paige and Alex discover they enjoy each other's company a lot more than they probably should. Um, those they probably should. They like each other as much as they sh- as they should. Okay? Yeah. It's, Meanwhile. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Uh, some some homo- homophobia, biphobia. A heavy. little bit. Like, <laughs> like, they shouldn't be doing this. I'm like, why shouldn't they? I think exactly. this is great. Um, meanwhile, Emma, on a date with her new secret boyfriend, Peter, discovers another secret couple at the premiere, Snake and Miss Hatsalakos. Listen, I just want to say it. I totally forgot that, like, Snake actually cheated. I thought it was just, like, an emotional affair. Um, I totally forgot that he was, like, making out in the theater. He was slobbing <laughs> down on his age. I was like, damn, damn Snake. I was like, yeah, it was, I remember seeing this, um, well, this whole, ep- these whole episodes were shocking to me. I remember watching yeah. them. Um, uh, at the time, we were staying at a friend's house, because we were between houses. Uh-huh. Um, and we, 
uh, I remember at like my mom's friend's house, they were upstairs asleep, and I was watching this in the ladies' living room, and I had this, the volume on so low because I knew that the girls were going to kiss, and I was like, I cannot be watching this because that's not allowed. No, it's like, the equivalent of watching porn at that point, I guess. Well, at that point in my t- in my life, and also I think in the culture, it was kind of like, uh-huh. I mean, this is also the era where when um, there was same-sex anything, the rating went up because it was yeah. just like, even with just a kiss, it wasn't even like sex, but it just was like, it's actually mature yeah. content. So I was like, oh my God, I cannot be seen watching this. Little did I know. But Little sitting so close to the TV with the volume down low, like with your like your heightened senses of like any sort of sound or movement being like getting ready to hit that 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 back channel button. But also, I'm so close to the TV that I'm basically in a three way kiss with Paige. <laughs> I mean, you had. I'm just like. <sighs> <laughs> like I mean, you're not you're not lying. Like, you're not lying. I think I think I was. Um, Sorry. <laughs> you ever like with time, there's like sound of her travel weird that it sounded like someone's, I thought Evan was behind me. He was walking in the other part of the apartment, but it sounded like it was just behind me. So I was just like, what the fuck he come from? Um, anyway, um, in our cold open, um, we're at Degrassi and Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes are back and they're being interviewed on the steps. Um, everyone's like, you know, excited because this movie is like going to be premiering and it's like, wow, like Degrassi's like famous for not a shooting for <laughs> right. once and or Connery outbreak. Um, <laughs> so Jay has two tickets to the premiere and he's showing them off to Alex. Um, I don't know how Jay is still allowed to be on school property. He just like who gave like, him tickets? Like why? Who's giving tickets? Like <sighs> he's so thirsty. Like Jay is like the definition of thirst. Like go away. Oh, he just like go home, Roger. Like please. oh my god, yeah. Go home, Roger. Every day. Um. But he like he's like yeah I want you to be like my plus one. He's like we used to have good times. Come through. He's like you'd be my plus one. And she says too bad going with you would be a minus twenty. And I was like same face cracked. <laughs> um. <laughs> Also, but it's true. I mean, Alex, Alex's hair. I mean, this is also. I think this is the second time I've watched these episodes on HBO Max. Um, mm-hmm. So like higher video quality, but I'm like, Alex looks amazing. She has like she got a yeah. fresh blowout. Like yes. she's smiling it's shiny. a lot. Yeah, she's she has gigantic hoop earrings. Yeah, looks great. Yeah, her haircut actually really fits for today. That kind of like it's almost kind of like a wolf cut sort of like thing going like a layer choppy layer thing it's very cute um but she's like no i'm going with Paige. like fuck you i'm going with the cool kids and he's like are you sure about that she's like yes i am (laughs) um and they're like making jokes about canada and poutine because it's like kevin smith's whole shtick um anyway (laughs) after the theme song get to our first season uh, first um scene and um they're still being interviewed and manny is like sitting there fangirling and honestly they all are it's like manny craig page and hazel and they're all excited because like you know everyone except for hazel of course had a role to play in this movie (laughs) um we know that manny was in it craig with the song page thinks she's in it Uh hazel was there yeah working crafty maybe i mean with no pay like volunteering um (laughs) it's truly unfortunate like, why wasn't Hazel in the movie? Um, Alex comes over while they're talking, and they're like, oh, we're trying to, like, uh, because Craig is trying to get them a limo. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my God, a limo? Like, dibs on me, sticking my head out the, 
the window. Also, remember limos? I still regret, like, that <laughs> that I don't have, I don't have an opportunity to, like, like, splurge and get a limo. I don't even think I could hire a limo or rent a limo. Where would you even get one? Because exactly. now it's all about, like, the black car or, like, a party people bus. riding, like, Escalades or, like, yeah, you don't really do limos anywhere. I know. It's but very, I, like, I it's still very want much a that relic experience. of the past. Um, I, I hate to say it. I've ridden in limos before, and they were not fun. They were, well, I think one memory is after, like, a loved one's dying, and we rode a limo, like, oh. as part of, like, the processional. So, like, my memory of a limo is not chic and, like, woo, hot tub. It's, like, someone died. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I, um... I want to change that experience. I want I want to change that experience for you. I wanna I wanna turn that around and <laughs> I wanna like I have like a tacky like pink escalade like limo. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And like I don't know. I just I just I just want that experience once. I kinda wanna have like a themed like m- like redo of like like a high school dancer, like redo of something like an early two thousands theme party, but then also get a limo. That'd be fun. I would, ooh, you know what you should do if we had money. I'd be like, we should do like, like a Ledoux, like themed party. Yes. So like early aughts, yes. like nightclub, and like, like show celebrity. up to the clubs. Yeah, like the yeah, only time like I ever nightclub. go to a club is for this party. I would do like a Ledoux, yeah, if like Ledoux or like what was the other one? There was one in New York that was very famous and very like. Chic and underground. Um, What's the one that no, um, that Heath Ledger it, and Mary Kate were always at? Yes, it's that one. It's the one that um, uh, what's her name? The It Girl, Chloe um, <laughs> Chloe Sevigny Sevigny's brother owned, and okay. they did like an article in the cut that was like an oral history of this place. Someone's gonna remember it. Okay, but I want like that theme. So it's like, oh, it's like cool. Yeah. underground like nightclub let's talk about it we're gonna have yeah. a party <laughs> yeah, that'd be yeah. so fun yes i would but love it but like our energy is gonna be like the the premiere of this movie like energy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah great. absolutely oh for sure like it's gonna be this I, we're gonna do this um alex comes over and she's like oh my god yeah and they're all like, <laughs> like <laughs> who are um, you again <laughs> sorry <laughs> um you think you're coming um <laughs> Turns out that Paige only got two tickets, and she gave the other one to Hazel. Um, and Alex is pissed and walks away. And behind Alex's back, Hazel calls her um, Paige's page calls Alex a skank and Paige's pet project, which is very mean. It's um, very mean, but it's also like this scene was very obvious that like because I think when Alex was like insinuating that she was going to be invited because she was going with Paige, like Paige did nothing to like defend her friend like help her from any embarrassment like Paige was just there being like hun what are you doing here like she was kind of she was being very shady she was being shady she definitely was though I am happy at least she defended Alex yes once Hazel started calling her names which was like very uncalled for and Paige and like Hazel also you know but I was gonna say it's not a character but it's not because I think no. Hazel is very protective of like being Paige's best friend and it's mm-hmm. like you know probably feels a way that like Alex is like now her friend too That's yeah girl 
get over it. Listen, she, but she's also like, this is very high school. <laughs> My thought is that Hazel's just um, trying to like, she's like, if I'm not Paige's best friend, like I'm literally going to get cut out of the show. Like, I'm a goddard. <laughs> I will get zero screen time. You'll understand. Like, my, my livelihood depends on it. Mm-hmm. Um, You're right. Um, But also, it's, I think it's very accurate for that age of, like, when you oh, were yeah. that age and, like, your friend had a new friend, it was like, who is this? Like, why yeah. is she here? Exactly. Yeah. Um, It's very weird when adults are like that, though. It's very unsoothing. It's, it's like, like, grow up. Okay, single white female. Get away from me. Um, <laughs> fucking, you know, where my, you know, where I'm like, show up with braids, too. You sicko. Um, so Paige catches up with Alex, and Alex is rightfully upset. Paige did ask her, but but Paige friend like, oh no, I was I said it more like I was surprised you wanted to come, and Alex is like, girl, bitch, stop. <laughs> so, um, but she's like, no, fuck you, and like walks away. Um, Peter and Emma are sneaking around the library, and Peter has ticks to the premiere, and he, of course, he's just like. You, me. I got two tickets. I don't know. Like, something about the way he talks is very, like, annoying. Yes. It's very, like, it's, like, talk. Guess who has tickets to the coolest party on time? I think it's just bad acting, honestly. <laughs> it's bad <laughs> it's acting. Just so weird. And also his, like, he's he's trying. I mean, he's, like, the blonde kid at school. And I feel like he's trying to give, like, oh, like, my parents, like, live in the OC. Like, it's, like, you no, Like, you're in fucking Canada. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's giving very, like, I don't know. It's, like, weird. He talks, like, in a weird way. And I don't know if it's, like, maybe, like, where he's from in Canada. I don't think it's an accent thing. I think it's just his vibe. No. His vibe it, is a little bit too, like, Laguna Beach. And yes. you're in Toronto. And Cut it, it out. Yeah. And I think because because he's, like, the only kid doing it. And he's, like, probably, like, the only blonde kid. I, I, I don't know why it is, but they never <laughs> they have so few blonde boys on Degrassi. And so... True. <laughs> so he's like, oh yeah, people believe it. It's like, well, yeah. Peter, we're calling you out on a BS, okay? I mean, he's a Spencer, for sure. Did we say that he already? If we haven't, like, I, I feel like we were exuding that that energy. Yeah, he's like a Spencer, and Emma is annoying as fuck this season, so she's definitely giving me Heidi. Um, yeah. It's um, very so- Heidi, because... She's like just like letting her boyfriend like do all these shit to her best and defending friend. him somehow uh-huh. and finding ways to. I mean, didn't Spencer also tell people that LC had a sex tape? Uh huh. It was talking about the shape of her vagina. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. This. Oh my god. Peter is. Oh my god. They're spidey. I can't believe it. Sick. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Degrassi would do this to me. Um. He's like. You, me, ticket to premiere party. <laughs> Emma's like, I can't. I already have a date. My mom can't come. I'm going with Snake. Um, and it's like they're all being like flirty and shit. But I, I guess I'll be hot, though. Like a secret a secret love affair is kind of it's cool. Like it's kind of like it is. Ooh, we're being like, you know, yeah, we're talking I'm through sure. the bookshelves. Um, yeah. Also, uh, Peter's like kind of being quote-unquote romantic because he's like or like he's giving a romantic edit because he's like oh anytime i'm in the same space with you like that's all i need like because they were talking about how they can't manny will be there so they they can't can't have any physical contact or like really talking 
He's like, it doesn't matter as long as you're there in the same room with me. And I'm like, oh, God. Shut up. And again, that would be adorable if he wasn't a fucking predator. Yeah, and I'm like, that's a manipulation tactic, I'm sure, somehow in his plan. <laughs> somehow. If you, if you search it up on Twitter, you'll find that answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Kevin and Jason meet Miss H and Mr. Simpson. And Jason Mews the whole time is looking at Miss H's tits. Did you notice that? <sighs> the, He's looking down the whole the time. The sexual predator energy in this episode is rampant. We've got, I mean, anytime Kevin and Jay are there, they're constantly, there was like several moments where they're like saying and doing weird things to women. Yeah. That's like uncomfortable. In the movie that they're in and also in the show, which mm-hmm. I guess is real life in this like context. But like, yeah, it's always creepy. And I think this is also the era of like creepy old guy being funny when like now it's just like, ew, like this is not yeah. funny. Like, why are you looking at her tits like that? Have and you not seen like, boobs? Like, cut it out. I mean, we we said it before. We, listener, you know our opinion about Kevin Smith. <laughs> um, but uh, he, I remember at one point, either in part one or part two, but, like, there's, like, a clip of him, and he's literally wearing, like, jorts. And there's something. Oh, that's his whole thing. I know. But there's something about jorts to me that, like, really just irk me like they give yeah. me the ick to the ump degree and his shorts are so long they're basically <sighs> pants but they're not quite no they're like to his shins yeah yeah you know what he actually kind of looks like who's that guy that did bowling for columbine <laughs> michael moore <laughs> michael moore like he i feel like he he right because they're both like movie people or whatever movie directors and i feel like he's like i'm the hot michael moore so like i i get more credit i mean honestly like yeah they have a similar vibe but like i would who would i kiss kevin smith i know before i would kiss michael moore and i feel like that's kind of like his like that's his opening I mean, we line read, we read kevin smith's tweets about his wife so we know he's like he fucks i mean fucks. he he fucks but it's like uh, i hope I hope he's changed his his comedy style and his. I hope he's changed in real life. I don't know. You know, I know he's he's you know Kevin Smith is definitely like a big part of like a very specific part of Time. like the nerd the mm-hmm. nerd hemisphere, which I mean I'm I'm in I'm a, I consider myself a nerd but not in that side of it. Like I'm not like I'm not very deep into fandoms. Right. Yeah. But I'm sure there's some like uh, some real hardcore dweebs. We'll tell you something about Kevin Smith. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know. It, I'm, all I'm saying is it would take a lot for me to overcome looking at him in those jorts. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Lauren's like, I have to go to therapy again. Thanks for those jorts. Uh, so anyway, uh, Paige comes over and he calls her like, like Paige Michelson or something. He doesn't remember her fucking name. And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, she makes a quip about Gams, which was very, like, interesting. Like, Gams is, like, it's in the 20s. It's just an old term for legs. But she also, she's very old-fashioned sometimes with her wording. She's, like, she's always, like, hun. Like, she's very kind of, like, like, old woman with her pearls and pocketbooks sometimes. You know what what she is? The way that page is written, it's actually very Buffy Summers. I noticed Mm. it in this episode. There's a lot of... Well, actually, there's kind of like um, 
there, not even just from Paige, there's a level of Buffy speak in this show that, like, it's not full throttle, like, like oh, they're just, like, stealing Joss Whedon right. style. But there's, like, little things that where she, they say things that are, like, and I, it could also be because the writers are old. So, like, <laughs> they're making a lot of pop culture references that, like, seem... Like, when you watch Buffy, there are, like, old mm. references just because, like, but it, it works in a different way because it's kind of like, oh, the understanding is that these are characters who are just very, like, involved, yeah. like, very pop culture-y. And everyone doesn't talk like that. Like, um, like Giles doesn't talk like that because, mm-hmm. like, he's British and they right. don't watch TV. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they watch <rushed> telly. <laughs> Giles has never watched television in his life. Um, but then, like, um, there's little moments where Paige will say things like Gams or she'll add like um, something that's very common, like Buffy speak is like um, just like incorrect. Like it's like I don't know how you how you describe it, but it's like like saying things like awesomest or rockingest or that kind of like weird. Yeah, like rockin'. you're just making up a word or like yeah. or even just like um, it's I can't remember what she said. She said something yeah, in this I, episode I that stood out to me as being like very like Buffy like. You know, anyway. Yeah. So um, honestly, like I could see it though, because Paige is hmm, interesting. Paige, Buffy, she, love that. She kind of, if if Paige just happened to, you know, come across a vampire slayer like persona, it would it would track for her. I feel like I'm like fuck. If if Buffy had been like, if you made Buffy and replaced Cordelia with Paige. That shit would've been good. Like I just realized, like, wait, <laughs> like that wait would be fucking dope. Because Paige is like funny, mm-hmm. and she's a bitch, but like, but she's meaner than Cordelia. Is just also just kind of like dumb. Actually, no, Cordelia's not even dumb though. Hold on, I I have to think about this. I'll come back to this later. We have to write. Like, I have to write like some fan fiction. I guess like throw Paige Michael Chuck in Buffy. Yeah. Like, I think that's great. Anyway, yeah. so Paige asked for another typical ticket from Kevin. And he's like, yeah, do your weird little Canadian accent, you little dancing monkey. And then he's like, "It's a, he basically lets it slip, though. It's like the least I can do for cutting you out of the movie. And he kind of catches mm-hmm. himself. And it turns out, you know, showbiz, baby. Her, her <laughs> scenes got cut. Um, yeah. And he's like, it's no, you know, it's not personal. It's just what happens. Like, don't feel bad about it. But, of course, Paige is not, is not happy. No, yeah. I feel like if I was the Paige at the school and I got cut out of the movie, too, I'd be... Embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think yeah. I would be for sure. Yeah, like, it's not like Ellie maybe getting cut out. It's like Paige. Paige is mm-hmm. like Paige Miss Queen B mm-hmm. was in a movie. You know, that's all she probably talked about. And then like ass got cut. That's hilarious. Yep. She got dragged for weeks. Um in the media immersion room, Paige finds Alex and she hands over her tickets because she's like, I'm not, she's going to pay her whole Paige pout shit. She's not going. <laughs> um, but Alex says her that she has to go and we're going to be like the hottest girls on the red carpet. And it's going to be great. And you're and he's going to, you're going to make them like regret cutting you from this movie, girl. And I'm like, okay, that's sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a plan. Um, it's time for the premiere. And um, it actually, like, you know, I wrote down no one looks cool enough to be on the red carpet. And then I remember what year it is. And I'm like, actually, that was the year of people going to premieres in very casual clothing. Yeah, like mud jeans, candies. Yeah, I I feel like today, like, I think red carpets definitely feel a a lot more glam. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, I think it kind of goes back and forth. But I feel like there was that period in like the mid aughts where people were fully like in bootcut jeans, a pointed toe stiletto, oh and like a sh- a a top camisole, a silk, a camisole, a silk lace trim, and a belt, camisole. and also a, a scarf, a fedora, a really skinny scarf, and a fedora <laughs> with their fingers yep. in their belt loops, like posing like Hillary Duff, just like oh my god. <laughs> when I tell you that, like I. I really, actually, I want this limo early two thousands party because I just want to wear bootcut jeans with a like with the like the bottom half like the bottom like hem is just like dragging in the dirt. Um, yes, <laughs> filthy, it's and, dirty and as hell. With a pointed toe stiletto, <laughs> like I just I want that party just so I can wear that outfit. That's why I'm wondering as much as these like Y2K or these like fucking Gen Z kids like, oh, like early aughts. Like, are you going to venture into the mid 2000s? Because a lot of Y2K fashion, there were hits and misses. Mid 2000s, mostly misses. Like nothing looks good. It's a lot of dresses over jeans. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are you ready for that? (laughs) I don't think they are. I don't think they're ready for that. They're not ready. Speaking of which. I mean, you've got, like, Marco's got a giant tie. Like, his clothes do not fit him, but he thinks he's, like, styling. Alex is wearing cowboy boots and a cowboy hat with, like, a like, like a tube top and, like, and a, a jean skirt. And a jean skirt. And I'm like, oh, like, and that's, that's like, the hot girl look. That's all you need. Yeah. She's, like, Ugh. hot. And, like, I know. Yeah. Yeah. She would have been hot, I guess. And then Paige uh, has, has the bootcut jeans with the pointed toe stiletto. With one of those tops. It's, like, um, halter, but it's, like, in the middle. Oh, my God. Yes. With, like, the, like, the like, like, necklace thing that only works if you have, like, small perky boobs. You have big boobs. Yeah. It was you it was a necklace, <laughs> necklace tube top combo that was sewn yes. together. Usually yes. it was, like, um, like a, a a dark brown wood type bead, yeah. Or oh my gosh, oh, usually oh, kind of silky like yes. thing. Yeah, it was. Yes, this what she's rocking. And um, when they enter, they hit like a slow motion with like a like a Beyonce wind machine as they walk in. When I tell you, I was like, they are living. Also, this must have been so fun because I feel like this was almost. I feel like I wonder if they did like because they were filming this at an actual theater. I wonder when they were filming if they were like uh, invited like fans to stand outside, like actual Degrassi fans. You know, I could buy that where they because I mean like I think those are always I I don't know I've never been on a movie set or television set before, (laughs) but I feel like those would be fun scenes to film if you're in them, not people having to crew. It's hard, yeah, but like um. Like party scenes or like that sort of like, oh my yes. god, it's like a crowd because they probably can just get people who like, if you sign up, you could be like a yeah. you know, an extra and you know scream and shake <laughs> up like autograph books or something yes. in people's faces. <laughs> um, in the theater, Mr. Simpson and Emma are there, um, and so are Miss H and Peter, and they both kind of like steal glances at each other. So it's like ooh. What's going on there? Um, Alex and Paige sit, and Alex tells Paige it's time for her to enjoy, like, you know, being there with her. And there's definitely some, like, flirtatious, like, chemistry going on. And it's like, I'm here with you. We're going to have a good time together. And it's like, yes, okay, let's see what happens. (laughs) Um, The movie starts, and it's awful. Um, Terrible. Though 
um, Alanis Morissette does say, you're going to savor my poutine, which is something I would say to Tracker. Yes, I would say it to Tracker. I would say it to the numerous other people I've listed after in this podcast. I would say it to Joseph. I would say it to Joseph. Joseph? Okay. Joseph? Come eat this poutine. <laughs> Come eat this poutine, baby. <laughs> All right, baby. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know where that accent came from. That Louisiana, like, yeah, baby. Come eat this poutine, baby. <laughs> I love it. Is that like it. how, is that like dirty talk in Canada? Do you think they say like, you're going to savor my poutine? Like, whoa. I don't know. Now I'm like wondering like um, <laughs> the different, because, okay, listener, let us know the different like uh, slang for like, obviously there's pussy, but then there's like, what are the different, because in China, uh, they, it's called tofu. Like the, like a... <laughs> Like, as in the food? Like, tofu? I think, like, there's a phrase, like, eating tofu is, like, referring, like, going down on a girl. Interesting. Why tofu? Of all the foods. I have no idea. I have no idea. Um. I'm like, what about tofu reminds you of vagina? I have no idea. But there's lots of different types of tofu here, so maybe that helps. I don't know. Um, I guess. And there's lots of different types of vaginas. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't. I need. I need to ask more Chinese people, but there, there's very few Chinese people that be comfortable. There's very few Chinese people that would feel comfortable asking that question that would actually feel comfortable answering it. So, I'll be off to Google it. But yeah, listener, let us know what are the different um, slang and like references to like vaginas, euphemisms, genitalia, all types of activities with genitalia yeah we've already we've already established that poutine is one in canada i mean it has to be right it has to be that's like a missed opportunity i feel like it's obvious Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. poutine you know it's like a little salty (laughs) kind of like it's a little sloppy think about it i think it's poutine if you if you you think about it 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 could work think about it it works (laughs) anyway um (laughs) Uh, anyway, uh, I'll never have like a regular job. Anyway, <laughs> premiere. <laughs> the premiere is over and Alex is pumped. She's like, yes, like, uh, I'm out. Like, I got my cowboy boot on. This is boots and my hat's mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to I'm ready to stay out. Um, I know that feeling when you're out and you're like ready, like, oh, I'm staying out tonight. Like, oh, shit. Um, but Paige is like, okay, cool. I want to go home. Like, she's over it. But Alex convinces her to go to the party. They do, and it's lame as fuck. There's like a, a fruit tray. It's like for children. Yeah. Um. And they're like, "Ugh, that's the real party over there." It's like through like the velvet ropes for the VIPs are. Um. I like seeing Toby and Liberty trying to get in. Like he's trying to get in with a very pregnant Liberty, and it's like. <laughs> and Toby also does like a um. You made it, you know, big mistake, huge moment. Yeah. And he walks away, and I'm like, that's <sighs> cute. Poor Toby. Toby um, can't catch, catch a break for sure. He can't. I also want more Toby and Liberty. I know. I think they're actually like have an interesting. They have more chemistry uh, than her and JT. They actually have more chemistry than her and JT. As and like, like friends. I feel like they like. It makes more sense with her and Toby than it does with her and JT, in my opinion. I agree. 
I actually think um, to not spoil what is to come. Actually, it doesn't spoil anything. Um, there is an episode I watched. We watched ahead that like um, I actually see romantically. I'm like, I kind of wish that had happened. Like it's as much as like the Liberty and, and JT, like her pining after JT was like, oh, like Liberty's a little crush. Mm-hmm. And he finally gets him. I don't know. I feel like her and Toby actually like. Yeah. The vibe is better. I don't know. But um, uh, Jimmy kind of flirts the Ellie a little bit, so he's still kind of feeling her. Um, Peter's over there spiking the fucking punch. So, like, okay, so you fill people at their consent, and you also make them drink alcohol with their consent. Like, Peter needs to be stopped. He's a criminal. He is... He's toxic as hell. Like, I... I just can't... I can't believe... I, I can, right? Because, like, this is... This is the era of like, like a kind of like hot, like s- supposed rich guy is kind of like allowed to get away with anything in like television. Like it's kind of like, it's like, oh, like, ha ha ha, he's the hot rich kid. Like someone will come around to turn him around um, and he'll stop his abusive ways. But it's like, <laughs> it's weird how like open and like casual his highly problematic behavior is on this show his fucking delinquency yeah it's bad you're right i think that this definitely is of that era of like oh he's like a cheeky bad boy yeah and it's like no this is like creepy as fuck i mean it's like in gossip girl i don't watch a lot of gossip girl but that one like that chuck uh yeah He's the first the- episode, he, like, tries to, like, assault somebody. Oh, God. And later on, they make him into, like, kind of, like, Gossip oh, like, it's still kind of, like, cheeky bad boy. And, like, ooh. Like, there's nothing cute or cheeky about you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, like, you're toxic. Um, but Emma's like, you can't do that. And um, he, like, scurries away. And then like, when Manny comes over. And Manny's feeling herself. Craig's also feeling himself. And Emma's, like, making eyes. So she's, like, eye-fucking Peter from across the room. She's like, Emma, you need to fucking go to church. But it's um, also, like, the same look that she gives everyone in a serious moment. Yeah, she does the same, like... Yeah, like, the eyes. She's, like, just, like, her, her eyes, like, open, like, open but, like, squinty. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so she's, smi- she's attempting to smize. She's trying so hard to smize. Um, Paige and Alex do some queer baiting to get into the party. And it works! <laughs> It does. All hail the male gaze because they're just like, we oh, baby, it. I just got back from the strip club. Ooh. And they're like, they're like, oh, honey, oh, we're not 17. Mm-hmm. This is okay. Um, they go into the, into the like the party. And I mean, she's right, though. Being a hot girl is a great way to get into anywhere. That's just how it works. Sorry. Exactly. That's um, showbiz, baby. Yeah. I'm not implying that I'm doing that, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> yeah, like being hot will get you really mm-hmm. far in life. That's just facts. Um, it's not about personality. I don't care. No one cares about the you on the inside. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's a hard. You know, I think you stop telling kids that. We need to stop telling kids <laughs> about their their personalities. I tell them the truth. They're like, people, listen, listen. Pretty privilege is real. <laughs> it the politics of, a, of attractiveness are real. Exactly. Don't get deny used them. to it. Get used to it. Exactly. Sorry, it's your skincare routine early. We'll hope for the best. <laughs> hope, um, hope and pray. Hope and pray. Figure out your eyebrow situation. Do it earlier the better. Earlier the better. And then, you know, find find pants that suit you and then you'll be fine. Uh-huh. Um, 
So anyway, they get to the party. Jay is also in the party somehow. We find out it's because he knows the security guard. I'm like, how is Jay so connected? Jay is like the most connected person in Toronto. He's a legacy drug dealer. He's in the (laughs) private sector. (laughs) He's in the private sector. Yeah, he's he's probably working the party. He's like a hedge fund manager, but with drugs. Mm -hmm. Which is like the scariest. Yeah. It's how he can be everywhere. It's like no, but um, he really is like everywhere though. Uh, was was that Wolf of Wall Street? But like, whatever street that Jay is on, which is not the street I ever want to walk down. He's like the Badger of Degrassi Street. <laughs> He's the Dingo of Degrassi Street. I don't know. I feel like it has to be alliterative, but I feel like Badger works better. <laughs> badger tracks. Badger tracks. Oh God. He's like annoying. Okay. Like, ugh, yes. Badger of Degrassi Street, get away. Yeah. Um But he's like, Yeah, I know a guy. And he's like, he um he he calls Jay calls Paige a skank now. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh, like you're like, oh you're just like hooking up every because I think they, they kind of look back and forth because like, oh yeah, I saw your little lesbian act. And she's like, <laughs> Okay, calm down. And he's like, he's like, oh, I wish you had been this, you know, this adventurous when we have been together. Da da da. da. And she's like, um, he's basically trying to reframe like why they broke up. And she's like, you were yeah. hooking up with every skank in the grass. And he's like, oh, I guess exactly. now you are too. And she's like, hey, don't call her that. She's like, <laughs> she like, hulks out. I'm like, oh shit. Um, but it's funny because Jay is very clearly threatened by the possibility that Alex might be gay, and this it's is- like, I wrote yeah, down straight guys only like lesbians or queer women when it's a performance for them. And so uh-huh. far, if they're not included, then it's like, oh, this is not okay. You cannot uh-huh. be gay. Yeah, Sick this up. is, this, like, storyline is, like, so, like, witnessed it, seen it, seen it on so much, right? Like, this is, like, the classic, like, guy that is, like, so emasculated by the idea that, like, your ex or your girlfriend, like, could like someone else or be interested not only in someone else but another woman like Mm -hmm. oh like it's like it i feel like um (laughs) like the 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 straight male the the badger of degrassi street like doesn't know how to compute (laughs) like he's like error message error message like he doesn't know how to process and his like instinct is just to be like misogyny uh homophobia biphobia like uh slut shame like (laughs) he just throws everything at him he's firing off like literally every ism or obia is (laughs) obia yeah Literally. Yeah, phobia. Like, it's, like, literally, like, you know, being fired off. It's so true, though, because it's, like, I I liked what you said about, like, you know, feeling emasculated because it's especially because it's, like, a woman. So it's, like, oh, like, I yeah. wasn't enough. And now she's going with a woman. It's, like, you, t- oh, like, yeah. or even it happens to women, too. It's, like, oh, like, you turned someone gay. And it's, like, right, yeah. no, it, it stop centering yourself in everybody's exactly. fucking life. Oh, my God. Exactly. Like, how how important must you think that you can turn anybody anything? Because of your weak dick. Like, get out of here, dude. Like, suck exactly. an egg. Also, like, <laughs> you gave her gonorrhea. Like, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't fuck with you for years, ever, actually. Exactly. You gave me a social disease, Jay. <laughs> um, so Emma and Peter sneak away to make out. And they go, they're like, oh, let's go in the movie theater. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. like the janitor is out there. I'm like, hee, hee, hee. 
they're like giggling like let's scurry away um so they go into the movie theater and they're like we're not alone and um they peek around and lo and behold snake and miss h are kissing they're sucking faces hard they're making out because it wasn't even like i don't know how i for some reason i remember that snake had it done anything that bad i was like oh like it was an emotional affair like it was inappropriate and not okay but like it wasn't that bad or i was like oh they walked in and they were at like him and mrs h were having a serious conversation and then they just kind of like leaned in for a kiss but then they broke away like i didn't realize that they were like this is like a plan make out we're sitting in the in the theater and the lights are on we're not even sitting in the dark like <laughs> anyone could walk in y'all are bold yeah it's pretty bold considering it's at a premiere where a bunch of your students are and your children Hello. are you decide i'm like go out in the car like, or just, you, like, go, you're go somewhere. That have options. Like, God. But, yeah, like, why are you making out in the, in the movie theater? But, yeah, they're, like, freaking, like, you know, fully kissing. Um, very shocking. I was very shocked by this when I watched mm. it. Um, Paige and Alex are on the dance floor, and they're, like, dancing all, like, sexy-like. And everyone's, <laughs> like, checking them out. And, like, Jason and Kevin are checking them out. And I'm, like, they are underage. Stop it. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. I so like when I wrote this down I was like looking you know watching them and it was like oh like Jason and Kevin are like into it I guess and then I I thought about Vinny on Jersey Shore going to Italy and asking about what the age of consent was in Italy and I'm like is that what they were thinking like what's the age of consent here in Canada literally like literally it was very much like uh, I don't know I think what's What's interesting about the storyline, right, is that it's like, oh my gosh, like, obviously it's very groundbreaking, like, we're introducing this storyline and kind of exploring, um, you know, the spectrum of sexuality, like, it's been, you know, from a girl's perspective, but I feel like they were like, oh, we've got to make it palatable for the rest of the streets. We gotta, we gotta make yeah. it hot for the guys to look at. And it's like, yeah, ugh, it, it, we didn't need the, the Kevin and Jay, like, like vantage point i felt like that just like because <laughs> i su- agree it, it was such it, a, it was such a growing moment of like it's like oh my gosh like they're they're getting closer like their feelings might be changing what's happening and then it was just like grossed out by them and it's like oh yeah. god yeah and and i think the interesting thing and i i don't want to take away the credit from degrassi right it could have been they were trying to comment on like kind of like how like any sort of like sapphic behavior is seen as like appealing to men but then also we get because we do also still get the page and alex like emotional stuff and like mm-hmm. i do appreciate that was this was not random like this has been building up like they have had building, been building a friendship right. and they have had a good chemistry for a minute that it's like it makes sense it's actually not that like out of the blue no, no. um and I don't know if I want to take credit from them, like, if, if maybe they were trying to do that or if they were just trying to be, like, salacious too. Just because given the time period, this is also the era of, like, the Gossip Girl, like, threesome episode. Like, that kind of, like, this is the age of, like, Madonna kissing Britney and Christina. It's yeah. very much, like, performative bisexuality and, like, mm-hmm. um, and, and like, I guess lesbianism. I hate that word. It's such a weird <laughs> word. No, I know what um, you mean. But, like... 
you know, like it's yeah. it's still that. So I don't I don't know if that was what was happening or if that was intentional. But like you know, yeah, I think it's I think it was it was just the that norm. Was the loudest right? cricket in here. <laughs> sorry, They're it's like, like I, I, th- I hope it's outside, but it's so loud. So sorry to listener if you that you will hear that on my mic. Oh my god, ill. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think it's probably like it was just. Of course, like that, that was like needed in the time. Like, it's kind of like you, I know there's like, just like some storylines that like have to be, like when I think of like storylines at that time, like it has to somehow be checked. Like it can't just be like a blossoming relationship. Like it has to be some something kind of like being like, oh yeah, that's hot. Like, or like, so, yeah, like it, it has still to be has something. to be within the confines of what is like considered like um acceptable and at this time i think that was like it still has to be kind of male gazy but not mm-hmm. thankfully not this whole time like yeah. when we do get the the moments when like like when Paige and alex do finally kiss yeah. it doesn't feel male gazy it feels very much like this yeah. is them it's still, experiencing it's still this it's done not, well i will say that yeah it's still done well it kind of reminds me of this episode of the tyra show and I've, you know it's interesting how much my opinion of this topic has changed. But they did an episode about women who like make out with like other women for like guys' attention. Oh, and it was like I don't think it was the whole episode. I think it was part of it. I think it was within yeah. the episode of Gay for Pay, and they also just threw in like chicks who make out with chicks. Like I don't know, <laughs> Tyra. Oh God, Tyra does not have the um, the range, but. Um, no. In it, there's like these two. There were these two girls who were like, "Yeah, we love to like make out, like, and like guys like it, and like we get attention, and like da da da." And they had like a lesbian who was like in the audience, like speak up, and she was like, she was saying something on the lines of like, "I hate that you do this because then it makes it so that when I'm out with my girlfriend, and I'm like with her, like mm-hmm. guys think that that's okay." And when I first watched that, I was like on the side of the lesbian girl. I was like, "Yeah, that's right." Like. Yeah, it does. But then I was like, you know what? The reality is that men do that. Like, and and not, it's not an excuse it, but like, the issue is definitely more systemic. I don't know if I want to blame these two fucking bimbos making out at a bar for right. why men see female sexuality, especially same-sex sexuality, as being something that is for just them because they yeah. will think that regardless. Also, the fact that a lot of girls who did that was their way of actually exploring their sexuality. Where exactly. there, I think, and a exactly. lot of them actually hid the whole like, oh, it's just like fun, and like the guys could see as a way to mask yeah, like, mm, doing you, you what they actually want to do. Uh-huh. Because I know, I actually know quite a few. I never did that, but I know quite a few bisexual women and actually some gay women who were like, yeah, I used to do that too. It was like it was like the one acceptable way that I could like kiss girls and, and not feel context. weird because it was like, oh, she's just, they're just they're just drunk and having fun, and it was like. I'm not drunk. Yeah. I'm having a single drink all night. Actually. <laughs> I'm stone cold sober. <laughs> My eyes are shining, boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's so, it's a situation you know, that's that's socially acceptable, right? Because right. otherwise, it can be a good it's way. Not. A, a way uh, yeah, I won't say good way actually, but it can be a way. I think for some some women, some femmes to explore that side of themselves. Mm-hmm. 
in a way that might seem safe or at the very least seem acceptable and and they can kind of hide behind that until they are comfortable coming out so it's all to say that it's very complicated anyway um emma is freaking out and she's like i want to because you know she's emma she's like i'm gonna call him out and honestly that was me if i would have wanted to i would have been like what the fuck (laughs) what the hell is going on in here like i would have absolutely busted that shit wide open yeah um but peter's like no don't do it and i realize now because we didn't know that peter's dad is a cheater so he's like he's like he knows what this is like i think so he's like He's like, you don't want to do this. Like, you don't want to do anything. I'll regret. Don't do it. Whatever. Um, so she's like, you know, indignant. Um, Paige and Alex are hype after dancing. They're like, they're feeling great. They're like, I feel drunk and I haven't had anything to drink. And I'm like, yeah, you're horny, girl. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> girl, you are. You are in heat. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um. Paige goes to get water and Jay shows up and he's like, oh, like, this is like hot. Like, I can, I want. And um, Alex is like, no. And she's like, I'm walking Paige home. And Jay is like sitting there like just jealous as fuck. Um, Yeah. So Paige and Alex stop by her house because as Paige took her shoes off, she abandoned her shoes at some point. So Alex lives nearby. She's like, okay, here, walk barefoot in these Toronto streets. I'm going to give you some (laughs) shoes and then we'll go to your house. Which I guess is a plan. Um, so they go to Alex's place, um, and she's trying to just, like, sneak in quietly and not wake up her mom and her mom's, like, boyfriend, but her mom wakes up from the couch with a beer in her hand, so she's, you know, <laughs> likes to drink, likes Very, to imbibe. um, what's, what's that, what's the girl from Grassy Junior High that had the alcoholic mom? Oh, Kathleen. Kathleen. It's giving Kathleen's Kathleen. house, <laughs> house energy, except the mom woke up. Her, um, Alex's mom is just on beer. <laughs> Kathleen's mom was on bourbon at like 11 a.m. So yeah, she was drinking like straight vodka at like two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, she she was out when the kids arrived. Um, yeah. But Alex's mom is just like she's just nodding off a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like she's young, she's fun. Um, so um, we find out that Alex talks about Paige a lot. Um, which is, you know, embarrassing for Alex. The boyfriend's passed out, and Paige is like, no, I want to talk to your mom. Da-da-da. So they're kikiing, and Alex is not finding this amusing. Um, at Emma's house, Mr. Simpson, he comes in, he comes in after her, because Emma's in her PJs. She's in her gym jams. And this man comes in. <laughs> I'm like, uh, y'all came together. You didn't leave with the girl you left You left your daughter What's at it? the theater. That's, left your... <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, this is Snake's, uh, slut window like the the the, the kitchen door is his slut window and the kitchen door is slut root window and the theater is his ravine okay he's like <laughs> he's like i was getting down tonight you don't uh, know poor emma has is just constantly she could not get a break right okay so we've got we've got manny coming in the slut window like interviewing with emma's life She's suffering in that basement. Emma finally tries to get her own storyline and have her own, you know, adventurous life. Then she gets gonorrhea. Now she's she's possibly had a have has a new boyfriend, and you know things could be going well. And then what? It she, her life is ruined when she walks in on her stepdad making out with the principal and possibly her future in law. Like that's a lot. Emma can't catch a break. <laughs> She just wants her own adventures. 
she wants to live her have her own experiences, but everyone's constantly ruining it. Poor Emma. Ugh, it's crazy. It truly is insane. Like, um, Al- Emma has been through it, and like, and also just like the boundary cross. Aside from like Simpson cheating on on Spike, but they are doing it with your boss. Where at the school your daughter also goes to. It's like, <laughs> could you not just have like hooked up with some random? Like, why are you messing with like, this so lady? Messy. So messy. It's so messy. Um, at, so, yeah, so he comes in real late and um, Emma is like crying because, like, is Emma? Of course she is. Like, but also, like, understandably, like, you know, her dad. She calls him dad in this scene, which, like, does she. We've already established that Emma likes to weaponize dad because I don't feel like. She still does not consistently call him dad. And yeah. now she's like, you're my dad. It's like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, this whole time? listen. Also, Emma, <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> if I think part of it is is just a smidgen bit of bad acting. But, like, <laughs> the way this scene is set up, it almost read as if, like, Emma was trying to make this a more dramatic scene than the reality. Because, like... Snake comes in his like his his slut door into the kitchen and he's like, Emma, what what you know, what's going on? And she's like, I'm making tea again. <laughs> she's like crying and crying. Like she's like what, what? again. <laughs> like what what's the whole thing with the tea? Like, uh, are you okay? Like she just I'm making tea uh, and crying again. <laughs> it just was like again, why the fuck? The theme of this episode is why again is Emma making tea, crying, and why is she involved in this there's a love triangle with a stepdaughter, Snake, and Spike, and it's so uncomfortable. And again, Spike is the last person to know. Last time it was Snake was the last person to know that he was going to be a dad. And now Spike mm-hmm. is the last one to know that she's getting cheated on. Like, what the fuck? <sighs> this is a good point. I mean, like, Emma is definitely like, but also, I, but you know what? No. You know, I'm going to take it back. You know, I talk about mad shit about Emma and she deserves it. But um, <laughs> yes. I blame the adults here because, like, y'all keep putting yes. Emma in a position where she has to be the adultification, the parentification of fucking uh-huh. Emma Nelson. Why is Emma always in a position with her fucking parents where she has to be this person? Why is why is Spike, we dragged Spike before. I'm going to drag, sorry, girl, step up to the stage, girl. We're going to do it again. Um, why are you putting your daughter in a situation, your 13-year-old daughter situation where she got to go tell her, her soon-to-be daddy that he a daddy and he don't know it yet? Why is she the first one? And that you might get an abortion. Why is she knowing all this? Likewise, why are you making out with your boss at a theater, you know, your daughter's at, with the possibility that your daughter, who you knows always fucking nosy and creeping around back corners, might see that shit. Isn't she? And now she's in a position where she got to tell her mama. And that's her mom. Like, of course, she wants to, like, she's in a very fucked up position. And I and just they're remembered. Always, and, they're always, and all day, they're just looking at Emma saying, Emma, like, yeah, bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm putting Emma in the middle of shit. Yeah, I am Emma. And remember when Snake had cancer, and there, and then like she was like and in the room nurse. getting the result. Like, what the fuck? Why? Like, Emma's have some at, separation. Taking care of the baby. Like, why is Emma not allowed to be a child? That's my question. It's, it, 
It's too much. It's too much. And yes, it's there's the, a it's... scene. There's a scene. Uh, I'm, I'm skipping ahead because we, no, yeah. we did watch episodes for next week, but we're going to. Um, but like there's a scene where Emma is in the room with a, sh- a stripper with her mom. And I'm also that's, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's all the notes I took for next week as well. Of like, why is Emma? Why is Emma in the room for this? Why is Emma listening right. to this conversation? Why is she a part of this conversation? Like, get the fuck out! Thank like, you. stop. Like, <sighs> there's zero boundaries with this child, and I get it. Like, she's like uh, Emma is mature. You know, mm-hmm. Emma has taken a, on a lot, but Emma is still, even at 16, she's still a child. She has no, she has no place being involved in these conversations and these things because she's still a child. She still should be able to be a teenager and, exactly. um, you know, do her thing. You know, I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's very frustrating. Like, I definitely grew up in a household of stay out of grown folks business. Uh-huh, so I'm like, why uh-huh. is this girl so integrated in everything? Exactly. It's it's My highly God. problematic. It's, um, I don't know. I feel like that's not, <laughs> I mean, right. We've talked about this, how Emma's character kind of gets the, what's it, what's the thing? What's, what do you call it? Molly Sue? The, the bimbo, the bimbofication. Oh no. The, yeah. She's a Molly Sue. Yes. Where it's like, she a could Mary do no Sue. Wrong. Yeah. She could do no wrong. But like the reality is, is that like all the Emma's, experienced and gone through like she should have like the reality is is that like her and Alex don't have a ton they have a lot of things in common like when it comes to like the kind of like toxic type uh environments in different ways right like I feel like Emma's gonna realize later in life like how uneven and unbalanced her relationship was with her parents. Um, Alex is very aware of that now, right? Because it's like, it's uh, it's it's a whole lot, a whole it's lot extreme. of going on in her house. Yeah, but Emma's like, the fact that she only yeah. got gonorrhea and that's it, like she's not, I mean, she's not a teen, she's not a teen parent. She's, she doesn't have like more problematic behavior as a teen is kind of shocking. Well, we're approaching we're approaching some stuff though. Oh yes, we are. Oh yes. So we are. and it, it does it does tie into it. And actually, in hindsight, you know what? Well done, Degrassi. I think in, <laughs> I, at, when I was thinking about that storyline, I was like, it seems so random. And now that we're talking about the adultification of this child, I'm like, actually. Mm-hmm. It actually makes a little bit of sense. And so but, um, much, anyway. so many things that she can't control in her life. Exactly. Because of the adults in her life, not fucking trying to control, <laughs> not trying to control her life, <laughs> but doing like their job. protect her from like shit that she's a have to be responsible for because she's a child. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, I saw you kiss. <laughs> Wait, why? say like that so i saw you kiss this age or whatever and um he's like he's like it just sort of happened and i wrote one in doubt kiss miss h <laughs> but anyway emma asks why and is, is like flipping out and she's like why you're my dad and simpson is just kind of ashamed and emma is now in position where she's like i have to decide to tell my mom which honestly she shouldn't have to be she should be safe 
um, Snake should not be sitting around and waiting to see if Emma tells her mother. This is when you decide this crazy. the jigs this up. You crazy. need to tell your wife because you, why are you putting this on this child to decide if I need to tell her? And you're just being silent, wandering around on your on your motorcycle, not saying shit. Literally working with with your mistress. Yes. It's like, that's when you have to just tell her. Because, like, even though you don't want to tell her, you do. Because it shouldn't be up to Emma. Exactly. That's how it works. It's fucking idiots. Idiot adults. Um, <laughs> anyway, Alex's mom goes wants to go to bed. And Paige and Alex are sitting on the couch. Um, Paige is like, I think your mom's so nice. And they're like, I had a great night. And they're just having, like, a nice little, they're canoodling. And then they hear that um, Emma's, I mean, Alex's mom and her mom's boyfriend Shit. starting to fight. And they come out and they're like fighting. So then Paige, Alex, sorry, tries to stop them and she ends up getting knocked over. And it's very like oh, tough wow. to see that happen to her tough. in front of a friend. Yeah. Which makes you think like what happens when like no friends are around? That's with a friend in the house. Um, yeah. So then they end up going to Paige's house and Paige is comforting Alex, Alex after the fight. And um, she's like, you know, she reveals that, like, you know, I'm in trouble, but it's not, you know, what you think it is, not my parents, you know, and it's like, it's because I like girls, and that's when they kiss, and it's Paige is like, much- oh, wow, <laughs> and she goes to bed downstairs, she's like, she's like, I have to go, at least. Yeah, Paige is like, uh, feelings, I don't have, I don't, that's what's She's like, uh, feelings. gay panic, I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> the internal gay panic for Paige. It was very, it was a very funny scene as well because she was just like, I don't know, very like very politely like excusing herself and also freaking out calmly. Yeah. And the episode ends. They kiss. That was it. They have a kiss it, to be continued. Flashes across the scene. Woo. You're like, ah, shit. Um, that was wild. Watching this for the first time was wild. It was just like, oh my god. Exactly. Um, okay, so part two. Do you have the synopsis for part two? I sure do. All right. Part two. Synopsis. Alex and Paige are still confused over what happened the night before, and Kevin Smith helps Paige deal with her sexuality. Of course he does. He, he finds a way to be in that storyline, too. <laughs> Meanwhile, ally Kevin Smith. <laughs> Meanwhile, Emma feels compelled to tell her mother about what she saw, and when Snake asks her to keep it a secret, she has to make a difficult, difficult choice. Once again, Snake asking Emma. I'm sorry. Okay, we're gonna talk about it. Yes, you're. It's yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. We get our cold open for part two, and it's the next morning. Paige comes upstairs um, because, you know, she didn't want to sleep too close to Alex. You never know what can happen if they sleep in the same bed. Um, And she sees Alex sleeping and wakes her up because they have to go to school this day because the premiere was on a weekday. Um, And yeah, I was like, that's an interesting choice. But it also tracks them like, oh, right, this isn't like a... This is like a legit, legit premiere of like a big ass movie, you know. Mm-hmm. If if it was, 
it would be bigger if it was actually a real life movie, but because it was uh, a f- made for TV, no, a movie within a TV show storyline. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. Um, but Paige is very flustered and she's very kind of like avoidant of talking about anything um, and kind of like rushing to kind of get ready for school, trying to find a bus pass. Um, but Miss Alex is calm, cool, and collected. She's like, Paige, let's just talk. I'm here. I'm Alex. Remember your friend? And I'm like, damn you, Alex. <laughs> damn you and your, your, your crazy, sexy, cool energy. Um and she just wants to talk, but I Paige know. Can't... Listen, for Alex, this has this. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, this has clearly been like. I mean, it's not. I I, I can see where Alex is coming from. I mean, like she, she reveals how she feels. I think it's probably feels like a weight has been lifted. She's like, yeah, like yeah. finally, I kissed her. I like her, and it's yeah. like you know, no big deal. Whereas for Paige, it definitely, I think, definitely snuck up on her. Maybe she probably. I mean, she yeah. probably liked Alex, but you know, it was it was surprising for her. Yeah. Um, but Paige obviously can't process everything from last night. And she says to Alex, I can't deal with you. Like, (laughs) she just says, I can't deal with you. And I'm like, oh, shit. Um, and Alex being upset says she'll walk. She's like, don't worry. I'll walk. I'll walk, you know, like 10 paces ahead of you to make, you know, you feel more comfortable. So no one will think we're gay together. Um, but Alex is obviously like frustrated and annoyed that Paige is behaving this way. Um, we get to school and we're at cheer rehearsal. Uh, Paige is late and Hazel is wondering. She's wanting the tea. She's like, "Girly, what happened last night after VIP? Did you meet someone? Is he famous?" Um, very, very much assuming that she met a guy. Um, and this is, you know, Paige is just kind of like trying to, she's just like, uh, how do I explain away? People are obviously aware that I went into VIP. There was eyes on me. People are going to know she's very flustered and trying to figure out her story. Um, and this is when Darcy comes mm-hmm. up and is like, Hey girl, Hey, uh, did you write that cheer yet for the, for the assembly <laughs> that's happening today? Um, and it's clear that Paige did not. And okay, and it's it just, a, yeah. it never occurred to me that people, sorry. Um, yeah. It didn't, I also think we have a slight delay. Yeah, it's okay. Maybe okay. it's on my end. No, it's fine. So sorry if I, if I interrupt you, it's not. It's okay. Intentional, but I think we kind of are off a little bit. But like, um, it's when I first rec- occurred that to me that people write cheers <laughs> uh, do they? I, I, mean, I, I guess so. Like you have to. Like it's. It's like you're coming up with something to chant. Yeah, I think. I think that's usually like a storyline. But I think in reality, most schools just use the same cheers that they've been using for like twenty plus years. Right. I was like, how do cheers come to be? Listener, if you're a cheerleader, let me know because I'm like. <laughs> it just never occurred to me someone has to make I mean I know it's made up but like I don't know I just see what it's just kind of like you know it's like a yeah. nursery rhyme it's like someone wrote that but like no one knows who wrote it it's just like we just know it we just all know you know Mary yeah. had a little lamb 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like is no is, no one's yeah. like, hey, write write a nursery rhyme. It's like we have all of them. Yeah, we don't need to write any new ones. Yeah, I feel like yeah. There's I'm sure with like sharing things online now, you can probably just see one online and be like, all right, we're using that one. No one will know. I know. Yeah, haven't you watched Bring It On? Like literally, just take a cheer <laughs> from say. like from like a rival school. Like you don't have to yeah. create anything. They've all been. Don't made. worry, the Clovers will know. Don't know that you stole them. <laughs> um, they will find out and they will show up. They will show up at the at the um the big send off for Kevin Smith. <laughs> like you thought you could take our shit and we'd be down with it. Was perfect perfect um sorry i love that movie <laughs> it's, i mean it's for i'm like i need to add that to my list of movies to watch um but it's very clear that Paige has a lot on her mind and also now a lot on her plate when it comes to things going on in her life um we get a scene spike is dropping off emma at school and uh spike is like oh you asked me to drop you off. That means I thought, you know, I thought you wanted to talk about something, but Emma's still feeling nervous and doesn't really want to say it out loud. And then we get Mr. Seven Feet Tall Snake riding up on his bike. <laughs> and <laughs> and so uh, Spike waves at him. She's so happy. She's like... <laughs> She's like, you know what? He looks so happy on his bike. Um, and Emma's like, I can't believe you could let him keep that. Like, why do you let him do that? And then oh, Spike says, you know, honey, sometimes you have to let people make mistakes. That's what love is. And I was like, damn. 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 It's harsh. It is harsh. It's like, ooh, girl, if only you knew. If only you if- knew. Only you knew <laughs> how Nailed Snake it. was kissing <laughs> Miss H two. <laughs> mm. That's a bop. It is. That's a that's a quiet quiet storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um. That was a very DMV um, shout out. You from the area? You know, you know, ninety six point three. That's a, that's a DM- quiet store. <laughs> that's a DMV deep cut. Like that's only real ones will know. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. That was perfect. Thank you. Um, so Emma's stomping into school. <laughs> Listen. Is is Emma responsible for spilling the beans? No. But also she's being very passive aggressive with everyone and not sharing why. And that isn't great either. No, <laughs> she, it's like you want to share with the class like what's going on. Like And she's just like, Ugh, I'm fine. <laughs> she's just heavily sighing all the time. Um I know. But she stomps into school and Snake approaches her because he's like, oh, shit, Emma went into Emma went, got a ride with Spike. Maybe Spike knows. Um, and he instead of being like, don't worry, like, I'm going to tell your mom tonight. Snake decides that, you know, kissing, kissing Miss H, it was a mistake. It will never happen again. 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, so you're just not going to talk about it? You're not, you're not going to admit it? And I'm like, snake, damn. Um, but this is when Miss H uh, greets greets them as they walk inside, and Emma's like, "Don't talk to me, <laughs> bitch! Don't talk to me." Okay, <laughs> you homewrecker, <laughs> you homewrecking bitch! Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking well, I don't even know if Miss H knows that she knows. But she probably picks up on it. No, she, like, she definitely picks up on it because then Simpson comes out after they kind of look at each other and it's like, and she's like, oh, <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's like, tides have turned. <laughs> she was like, she's like, I want to give her detention, but now I really can't because like, this bitch got yeah. my career in her hands right now. I can't do nothing. Exactly. Um, we get to the media immersion classroom and I loved this scene so much. Um, it's so cute. Pa- it's so cute. Paige wants to talk to Marco um, about everything that's happened. And if he, she asks him, you know, does he ever think about girls? You know, kind of implying like, oh, I know you're gay, but do you ever think about sometimes like girls and like, like, does that ever happen for you? Like, you know, you kind of dabble thinking about both. And <laughs> he goes, you know, I'm gay, right? Like I dated your brother for a year. Do you remember? <laughs> Um, and then he's like, no, 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 never for me. And then she's like, well, I'm, I'm the object of female affection these days. Cause Marco thinks that Paige is asking this because a girl might have a crush on him. And this flatters Marco. So he's so cute. He's like, so have a crush on me. I'm like, ah, I'm like, I do. I love you. I know. It was adorable. He's so precious. And I love Marco so much. So much. And I just love, I love him and Paige together because I feel like anytime they like have a little moment together, it's very much like, I feel like it's actual two friends, like kikiing and like, yeah. taunting, you know, like just, you know, catching up on old times. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure that the actors, Lauren Collins or Dama Bergero are actually friends in real life. Yeah. I think I we're think roommates. So like they room together. So I'm like, yeah, like it, you feel it. It's like these are friends. Like these are very yeah. clearly friends, and it works. Yeah, their chemistry is like it's like we need to see like two Real Housewives like that have to do a scene together, and then like oh they actually like are having fun together. Oh yeah, no, no, I feel that way about. Um, I mean, even though it's just be like frenemies, I feel that way about Karen Huger and Giselle. I'm like, you guys are Perfect. having fun. You guys are Perfect. being bitches to each other. You guys are having so much fun. Like, stop it. Like, you, <laughs> exactly. you not actually hate each other. I think y'all, like, really exactly. like like being, like, enemies on TV. Well, not all yeah, the I times, think, but the most part. Yeah. It's like when you're, like, with your best friend and then you're, you're like, play insulting them. That's, like, mm-hmm. what they're doing on television. I think they just have so much fun together. Yeah, I do, too. Um... So Paige admits that it's not Marco, but it's herself that's the object of female affection. <laughs> and then Marco assumes that it's Heather Sinclair. And it's so funny because he's like, I've seen the way he she looks at you. I think it's Heather, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the running joke of the never, never actually shown Heather and Sinclair. Um but then Paige, uh, no, uh, before she can say who it is, um, Alex walks in and Marco assumes that, you know, because she's friends with Paige, that they're going to all sit together in class. And Alex says, oh, no, I'm going to sit over here. And then Marco ver- reads the room 
because he can he can pick up on social cues and he's like oh it's alex what happened with alex (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like buzzing on the energy this is me when i like when it's um, hot tea yes exactly and i'm just like oh so Paige whispers in his ear that alex kissed her last night and marco is like (gasps) like literally sucks the air out of the room and (laughs) (laughs) uh alex sends a message like an instant message to Paige about you know like could she deal with lunch is that too much to ask like seeing her at lunch the page is busy, but Paige, you know, she offers a second option and says, what about second period in the alley or the laneway? The laneway, the alleyway where everything happens. Is that what they call an alleyway in Canada, a laneway? Well, later Alex calls it an alleyway and I'm like, right. So Paige is like from the 1950s, like talking about it being a laneway with her gaps. Yeah, Maybe, maybe outside in the corner. How about do that in the foyer? I'll see you there. in the parlor. Maybe in the parlor, honey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we get to the alleyway and <laughs> the laneway slash alleyway. Jay, Alex is waiting there and Jay comes up and he's got Paige's shoes and a paper bag. And I'm like, he's so desperate. Like this man... Thirst McGurst. <laughs> Thirst McGurst. Like, he, as much as shit he talks, he still finds a way in. He's like, let me get these shoes. Don't be looking for these shoes. <laughs> like, you like, weirdo. I know yeah, I think I know. shoes. Like, like. I know, like, uh, okay. Um, and, you know, he's kind of like trying, he's like, oh, this will be my olive branch. Alex will take me back. Um, and he's he kind of is taking digs at Alex being like, you know, what, what do you have in common with Paige? Like, she's not like us, you know, she's prissy. She's stuck up. Like, like, do you really think like what could happen with you? Like he's just digging at her so hard and it's just so fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, uh, Paige walks up and Jay leaves and Paige sits down and admits, she's like, I'm sorry, but this can't happen. I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> she doesn't say it out loud. <laughs> um, and uh, Alex is like, well, do you think I'm a lesbian? And she, Alex admits, she's like, listen, you kissed me back. Like, I'm not, I'm not delusional in this, in this chemistry that's going on. Um, and, you know, Paige and Alex, she ain't, uh, Paige and Alex, they're expressing how neither one of them should, should like the other, right? They're so different. They're like opposites on everything and they shouldn't like each other. And, uh, Alex is talking about how Paige is always laughing and it's so annoying, but she kind of loves it. And Paige says... (laughs) I have to laugh when I'm around you. I can't help it. And then Alex says, well, I have to be better when I'm around you. I can't help it either. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Why are they ah! so cute? <laughs> Why are they They're so, so cute? cute? I love them. It's like, yay. Yes. 
and they end up this time Paige leans in and kisses Alex and you know and they have like a kissing moment but of course creepy ass Jay has to see it he's creeping in the alleyway ugh probably still holding those damn shoes that's why he that's why he and Emma hooked up they left a creep (laughs) exactly ugh so we and again like Jay is just like hovering around the school like why is no one called to him like there's a creeper outside the fence like the pedophiles here like why is no one called to the authorities he's everywhere Ugh. yes like like I, I would call the cops like a cab exactly. but i'm calling the cops on jay why is he at my school exactly um so outside school jay is still hovering and he approaches hazel oh my god <laughs> I'm so Just, sorry. Yeah, I I'm sorry. I was I was looking at my phone. I I opened Twitter just kind of absentmindedly, and someone posted a picture of Rachel Dolezal's nudes. <laughs> Rachel. Okay. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> number one. Rachel Dolezal has an OnlyFans. I didn't know that she until today, until, until this second, actually. I knew she had an OnlyFans because <laughs> um, <laughs> one day I was like, I was like hanging out with friends. And so we were trying to find something to watch. And then we were like, oh, Rachel Dolezal has a documentary. And I was like, oh, I've tried to watch that, but I don't know if I can get through it. So we like kind of like hate watched right. it. And then um, we were, like, looking at her Instagram, and then I was like, oh, my God, Rachel Dolezal has an OnlyFans. And then one of my friends was like, it's only $5. We should just get it to see what's on there. <laughs> you did not gift Rachel Dolezal money. I'm so upset that you did. Listen, okay, but the, at the time, this is probably, like, a year ago, at the time, there were no nudes on her OnlyFans. It was the lamest ass OnlyFans ever. She had about three feet pics that were like not even like there was they were not there's nothing special about them. They weren't like they were the curated like content of her OnlyFans was so lazy. It was like her like her mm-hmm. like hair braiding, her like a few feet pics, and then like uh like a few like like interracial like romance book covers that she had shot and like but <laughs> like a lot of a lot of problematic Not things don't get me wrong romance books. <laughs> um, i mean here, here's the thing now they're all the only fans mm-hmm. and only fans is always for porn um rachel dola also has i probably cannot get work anywhere no because no. she's a fucking racist um uh-huh. and uh and is in blackface um, uh-huh. I just didn't think that of all the things I would see today. I've seen a lot of things today. I I went to Queens. Okay. That was an experience for me. <laughs> I didn't think that after seeing Queens, I would also see Rachel Dolezal's <laughs> pussy. <laughs> but I just did. Listen, after looking at her OnlyFans, I never thought I would see it either. And so... Part of me is like, well, good for her. She's finally coming around. Because, like, if she wants to make... Well, now it's leaked, so there's no point in signing up for her OnlyFans. So. Which is shitty. People shouldn't leak people. Even if they are shitty people, you shouldn't leak people's OnlyFans. You should definitely, like, 
that someone's paid content is actually really shitty, but yeah. I just like I stumbled upon that. <laughs> I literally was scrolling just like, what? <laughs> like, that was not what I was expecting. Yes. Well, Sorry, I have to tweet about it. I mean, you got to. Well, uh, I don't mean I was. I was about to say I was like, I'm so sorry. For Rachel Dolezal. completely derailed this podcast. I'm so sorry. Listen, breaking news has to be broken. You know. Um. Do you want me to take? Do you want to pause? No, please keep going. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm just, it's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm just like reeling from this. Anyway, continue. I guess I'm I my I'm I'm a little bit underwhelmed because I'm just like I've I've been in the sphere of Rachel Dolezal's like salacious <laughs> content for so long that I'm like oh okay. Like ugh, I've seen I've seen. I'm one of five people that's probably baby. not shocked. Right now. I'm shocked that there's that there's actual like, nudes. So. Yeah, I was just like, uh, okay, anyway. Yeah, I literally Whoops. can't wait to text the group chat later being like, the nudes are here. We, we, uh, <laughs> our patience. Our time has come. <laughs> it's like when you're invested in like something so, like some drama or like some like D-list celebrity that you're like, I'm keeping up with them. So, so that eventually it'll pay off. I feel like it's finally paying off for me. Yeah, um, it probably is paying off for you. Like literally. <laughs> um... Okay, so Jay approaches Hazel, and he's like, hey, you know, I know some things, and it seems that Paige has gone the gay way. I, you know, I saw them dancing very sexily last night, (laughs) and, (laughs) and, you know, and, uh, and they kissed today. And Hazel's like, you know what? You don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to get involved. Like, get away from me. <laughs> like, peasant. Like, you, don't, you know me go to the school. Um, <laughs> She's like, yeah, why are you in here? Like, get away from me. How are you in here? <laughs> Literally. She, she's like, how the fuck? You don't even go to the school anymore, yet you consistently get storylines. What's up with that? You know? Meanwhile, like, what's up I've been that? here. I didn't get anyone shot. And I have no storylines. Exactly. Um, but Jay is like, hey, 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 this could involve you. Do you want your friend to like go out on her senior year being, you know, like her big, uh, you know, send off is that she's the school lesbian. And then, you know, once people start saying things about you or things about Paige, what they going to start saying about you? You are her best friend. Q. You know, t- <laughs> Q. She's not a lesbian. She's my best. <laughs> friend the fact that they did this storyline to the two black female characters i'm 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 upset and their homophobia their homophobia why why do you have to make the 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 racist the um uh islamophobia and the biphobia homophobia come from the one black person why why you gotta That's do that, true. Degrassi? That's true. Um, we get to cheer practice, and Hazel's she's coming in hot. She's confronting Paige. <laughs> she's she's asking, "You're not a lesbian, are you?" Like very, <laughs> <laughs> very much 
the same energy. What was that girl's name? Um, from Degrassi Junior High. Uh, Susie. Susie. Uh. Are you a Leslie? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> oh <Lezzie>? God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just realized that this is only the second storyline where we're possibly getting like like l- questioning of of possible same sex like feelings. Of, Caitlin did it first, and then it turned out that her dreams were just being misinterpreted. But also, who wouldn't have a crush on? I can't remember anyone's fucking name. What's the teacher's name? Miss Avery. Miss Avery. Miss Avery was I a mean, bad bitch. She was a bad bitch. Okay. She's a bad bitch that always she loved her turquoise jewelry. She had beautiful mm-hmm. long brown hair and she could she could pull off a denim power dress with puff sleeves. Yeah, um, who wouldn't love? Who wouldn't who wouldn't fall in love with her? <laughs> no one. No one. Yeah. <laughs> um but Hazel confronts Paige and she's like, "Listen, did you become a lesbian and not tell me?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Hazel, <laughs> She's not, she's not it's like, upset I'm not sure about, what Hazel's upset. Yeah. I was like, is it because she didn't tell you or is, is it because she might be gay? Like, I don't know what's happening. Is it both? I think it's both. It's, it's both. But I think she's yeah. more upset that Paige didn't tell her. Yeah. That's true. Um, and she's, Alex is also there because, you know, they made up. They're like kind of like almost together now. And, you know, she's, she's there to like watch her, watch her little girly at her practice. She's in the bleachers. Yeah, well, she don't watch her Wa- boo. She don't watch Exactly. Bae. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, Hazel's like, well, why did you, why did you kiss Alex? And, you know, she's really coming in hard at Paige, who literally just kissed a girl and liked it and, like, hasn't really had a lot of time to process anything else. And her, mm-hmm. you know, classic, like, teen survival, in- internalized, uh, you know, homophobia, and, like, her reaction was, like, self-preservation, I can't let that happen. And so she talks, she says to Hazel that the kiss was stupid. It meant nothing. And that Alex is nothing. She means nothing to me. And Alex overhears that, which is really fucking sad. (sighs) It's it's ouchie. Yeah, it's, I mean, poor Alex has been through a lot. She was just assaulted in her home in front of her possible girlfriend by, by her mom. And she had like a hope spot. It's like a little hope spot of like, okay, like maybe things are looking up. I had a dirtbag of a boyfriend. Now I have like a cool, smart girlfriend who's popular. And then it makes me better. It makes me better. And then she's like, ew, gross. I'd never kiss a girl. <laughs> Yuck. <Ooh. laughs> yeah. It's I hate, really. I hate boobs. <laughs> you know? It's like. <laughs> yeah. Like the overkill. It's like, yeah. It's like um, Alex just stay there like, I have boobs. Like. <laughs> yeah. But, but I have those. <laughs> oh. Poor baby. Yeah. I know. Alex storms off and Paige runs after her saying, you know, she just can't like girls. You know, I can't do this. Like, it's just not. I can't. I can't let this happen. I can't let girls. And Alex is really hurt. Rightfully so. 
we get to the assembly and Mrs. H is giving a speech and about to give an honorary diploma to Kevin for his work with the movie and the school. And she's like, all right. And to to give you a big thank you, the spirit squad has something special up their sleeve. (laughs) And, um, oh goodness. I'm like, so they didn't, they did, she didn't think about preparing nothing. Can't get can't get a little cheer together because the the squad is unprepared. She's like, listen, <laughs> I just found that I might could. I know I'm not straight. She's like, I didn't think about no damn cheerleading. She's no. like, girls get out there, <laughs> shake some pom poms. Yeah. She's also do some cartwheels. Cor- she's like, do a cartwheel. <laughs> she's <does> the weakest <laughs> dry ass cartwheel. <laughs> she's like, I didn't be stre- I didn't be doing my stretches. Like she was stretch. She pulled her hamstring doing that shit. <laughs> yes. And while everyone's watching, Paige does this half-heartedly, half-hazardly, half-heartedly, like, Kevin Smith, like, give me a K, give me an E. And after spelling out... I love how enthusiastic out- <laughs> Darcy is when she's like, give me a K. And she's like, K. And, like, I love her. She's <laughs> she's gung-ho. She's ready to go. Very much so. Yeah. Listen, Dar- Darcy, Darcy will show up when she, um, like, she's... When she, when she makes a commitment, she's going to be there, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but Paige runs off and kind of, like, freaks out from the public embarrassment. But I think, obviously, she's embarrassed and kind of feeling shame about other things as well. She thinks everyone's kind of, like, thinking about her, talking about her in a certain way. <sighs> Here we go. We get to Emma's house. <laughs> Spike is wondering why she's home from school. She's obviously not sick, but she's something's up and Emma's not telling her. Snake shows up and he comes in through the hoe door. And he's he has his he has a bicycle helmet and wondering everyone's wondering why he doesn't have his, you know, his whole regalia for his his motorcycle and he's announced he's giving very much love bomb energy he's like i sold everything and i bought us a family vacation to mexico yay yay, yay. like <laughs> he's like <laughs> yay, yay. <laughs> like he's just very much trying to distract from like like i'm like Literally, the one holding your secret is right here. Like you're not, he's you're not helping the situation. Shit. Right? Yeah. It's like you're making it so obvious you did something bad. All of a sudden, you're just doing all this nice shit. Like, I mean, well, Snake has proven to be nice until he did this. Like, he's proven to be mm-hmm. like a decent guy. So I guess it's not that crazy. But he's just like, oh, we're going to Puerto Vallarta, and a man he can come, <laughs> and Jack he can't. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're gonna invite the the girl that just happens to be staying at your house. <laughs> Stop for let's see you. Like fuck that kid. You go to your grandma's yes. house. <laughs> um, you know what it is. Did you watch White Lotus? Yes. Okay. You know, <laughs> the family invites um, the blonde girl. Like invites her like best friend. Her little brown friend. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her little brown friend to the family vacation. I remember thinking like, when does that ever happen? It happens rich here. People. <laughs> rich, people rich people or people that, yeah. that that have like really, you know, dark secrets that they're trying to cover up, i.e. snake. Yeah. I remember it took me years to realize that was a rich people thing. I thought that was like, oh, I guess like your parents pay. And like maybe that's mm-hmm. true for some cases. I think for a lot of cases it's like 
oh, if your friend is rich, they'll, like, also pay for you. Like, maybe your parents are like, oh, we'll pay for your flight. But everything else is like, oh, yeah, all expenses will pay for them. I'm like, are you trying to kidnap me? Like, what the fuck? Why do you? <laughs> I, I think my mom would have been weirded out if a friend had, like, been like, oh, yes, we'll take her to Mexico. She's like, I'm not getting her back. No. Like, why, why are you spending so much money on my daughter? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't spend so much money on my daughter. Like, why are you spending so much money on my daughter? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it would have been Sickos? She would call the cops. <laughs> exactly. My parents would not let me go. They're like, mm, no. no. <laughs> it's like, um, no. Okay, you're going to become exactly. a Madeline McCann. I'm like, I'm not two. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um... And Spike, she Spike is just like she's living, laughing, and loving this like new era of her husband being like you know happy and attentive, and she's like I don't deserve such a perfect husband, and Emma's like I can't take it anymore. Oh, you know she <laughs> blows up, and Snake is forced to admit you know what he did. Ooh, yeah. and I'm like, damn, thank you, Emma, for getting it off your chest, but also like. This, this Spike, I mean, Snake, did you really, like, what do you think was going to happen? Like. <laughs> yeah, because she's a child. Exactly. She's a child. She, Of course she didn't blow, spill the beans in a way that was appropriate. It was, like, blown up because she's been carrying it around for, for days. Yeah. You know? And like, you're pretending like nothing happened in front of me to my mother. The, per, the woman that birthed me. Okay? Yes. Who teen birthed me. Which means are that we are way too close and, and intertwined so <laughs> in our li- each other's close. lives. Because I was raised by a child. That's why I am like exactly. this. And it's like, um, yeah, it's it's so it's so inappropriate. Like, obviously, yeah, Emma blows up because, you know, the right way to tell her that wouldn't be when she's so happy. And she's like, oh, I'm going to get my, my back blown out in Puerto Vallarta. I can't wait. And then Emma's like, no, you won't, Mom. Oh, God. You cheated on you, Mom. <laughs> And it's also funny that they're, like, taking a family vacation. Like, imagine, I mean, you know what would have been great? You know how, like, on those ABC sitcoms, they would always take a trip to Disney World? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been great if they had, like a, like, a vacation episode where, like, all of them were at, like, I don't know, some Canadian, like, theme park. Canadians, let us know. what What is the, like, Six Flags or the King's Dominion of Canada? Do you have a Bush Gardens? Like, <laughs> uh huh. Where are you going with this? Like, they had an episode where they go on vacation. Yeah, like a, a like a sponsored episode because like you know like the ABC sitcoms. It was always like yeah. Disney heavy like branding. I wish that Degrassi had like an episode like that, and that was instead of going to Mexico, that's where Snake bought the tickets for. And then it was like this constant like back and forth of like Emma being like, "You either tell her or, or I will." And then he's like, "I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna tell her." And so it's like this this build up until the end when they're at some like really nice like culturally appropriated luau dinner at the hotel and <laughs> like it's so over like the the <laughs> the, the roasted pig <laughs> emma's like he cheated on you mom and at this point like everyone at the hotel knows like manny's known for weeks like and like spike is the last one to know <laughs> at the entire hotel and right when she and- right when she says that though a very poorly timed like um like u- ukulele guys show up <laughs> Like, and to come sing somewhere over the rainbow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, she stands and says it. It's quiet, and Spike's like, 
are you serious? He starts explaining, and it's like that awkward moment, and they just come up like, so. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then Spike takes a handful of poi and slaps it in his face, and then runs off. God, (laughs) Degrassi, get us in that fucking writing room. Oh God! Missed opportunity. Over the rainbow. <laughs> just, and they're just sobbing. <laughs> oh God! That would have been perfect. I mean, you could have held out a little bit longer. At least get that free trip out of it. Come on. I know. I'm a stupid. You want to go to Puerto Vallarta, bitch? I would. If I was manning on the mat, I'm like, bitch, we could have gone to Mexico. Oh, bitch. You like, fumbled the come bag. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. I give her having this, this whack ass little friend. <laughs> and then and then also on the trip, Eva lets it slip that she's been hooking up with Peter and then Manny hates her too. <laughs> like, great, just ruin everyone's trip, Emma. <laughs> Emma becomes a villain. Oh, like, it's not even God. Peter or Mr. Sin, it's fucking Emma. It's like, thanks for ruining everyone's uh-huh. vacation. <laughs> I mean that would have that would have been great. That would have been great. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Uh, missed opportunity. Hell yeah. Um okay, so we get to Alex's house and Jay is waiting outside the apartment and you know Alex is very vulnerable. She's sad. She's really feeling shitty about herself cuz she just got dissed, denied. And put on a roller coaster by Paige just now. And mm-hmm. uh, Jay is Jay is there and he's apologizing to Alex and it's coming at the at the right moment she's wanting to hear it, which is bad because it's Jay. Um and he says, you know, I get you. We're the same. And just, you know, mom- scenes ago, Alex was just talking about how Paige and her are so different, and now Paige like literally ruined her. Um, and so she lets him into the apartment. Paige is with Kevin Smith. Um, and she comes up to him and apologizes for the really bad cheer at the assembly. She was really distracted. And Kevin, the ally <laughs> that he is, is, you know, he's been observing her, uh, Paige and Alex and realizes kind of what's going on and he's kind of there to coach her and you know has been watching their uh, relationship blossom and he gives her support which is you know nice and helpful um, but also very much a Kevin Smith thing to kind of like plant himself in a Degrassi storyline um, and affect some change or whatever uh, I guess he was like feeling bad about like really ruining a <laughs> ruining a 20 plus year developed relationship between Caitlin and Joey. He's like, I guess I should like get a good edit this time. Um, I know. Right. Yeah. He decides to be like full ally. (laughs) It's like, okay. I feel like, which also was random and still inserting yourself way too much in these storylines, but Mm -hmm. okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, why, like, is she talking, hey. why is she talking to Kevin Smith and not her own gay brother? Or Marco, <laughs> or like really I, anyone else? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I know she talks to Marco a little bit, but like, 
literally you could just talk to like the gay people that you know i didn't even think about that you're so right Rage. like i would call why? my gay kevin brother smith first makes no sense. Oh no, but God. kevin smith's gotta earn that check so like he's like listen honey i need to be in more scenes <laughs> so and he he's like hey it doesn't matter if you're gay straight or bi if she makes you happy go get her and i'm like okay Thanks, I appreciate that he at least admitted uh, 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 mentioned bi because usually like I feel like this yes. era was like gay or straight and it's like there yeah. are other things exactly between Which... those two things <laughs> <laughs> I was like that should have been like the sign off of that um, Hillary Duff commercial where it's like why'd you why'd you call it gay it, you know, people are saying gay as, as to mean something is ugly or bad. You know, that's offensive. Remember that commercial with what Hillary if, Duff? Yeah, she's like, what <laughs> What they call those basic-ass bitch pants <laughs> like you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, drags that girl. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that did have an impact on me. I was like, it you're did. right. That makes sense. It's like, hmm, never thought about that way. Thanks, Hillary Duff. I still kept saying gay, but like it. But I thought about it when I started saying it. Yeah. And eventually exactly. I stopped saying it. Yeah, exactly. I was a child. I'm not. I'm not. I was like yeah. 13. <laughs> I think I was exactly. Stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So you know, Kevin Smith was just having his Hillary Duff moment. Um, but again, very helpful and you know, demonstrative learning moment for people watching this show. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to Emma's house and. <laughs> Spike and Snake are fighting upstairs and yelling in the house. And of course, Emma's downstairs absorbing it all. Where's Jack in all this? Hopefully, Jack's okay. I mean, Emma's probably. Yeah, I hope Jack's upstairs hearing everybody scream. Yeah. And Snake is like, it was only just a kiss. He's apologizing. And he says, um, you know, I'm going to go stay with Joey. Like, it's, you know, we need to separate and figure this shit out. Emma, of course, involves herself. (laughs) She's downstairs anxiously awaiting to, you know, get him to stay. And she doesn't understand what's happening, right? So Snake is saying, like, I, you know, I'm going to go stay with Joey for a while. I need to figure some stuff out. And Emma's like, don't stay. You need to... Or don't leave. You need to stay and figure this out. Like you can't leave. Mm-hmm. And Snake admits that it's not just. It's not just like this conflict, you know that. That obviously, you know, I caused. Like there was, I was obviously feeling some sort, some sort of way, um, that you know led up to this point. And I need to go and figure myself out first and take some time. And Ella, Emma's like about to hold on to his leg almost and like prevent him from going outside she's sobbing she's like don't you yeah. love me don't you what what about jack do you love me do you still love mom what about me it's like oh god <laughs> i'm like i'm not only about uh, you right now sweetie <laughs> it's not sorry <laughs> i'm sorry but it's not about you like but also like i get it she's a, she's a child she's a child exactly yeah. i mean as a pair as a child who also had a parent who left yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, make it about yourself. But it's exactly. But I think also like Emma was in the relationship with them, so like she really does yeah. feel hurt. 
She's like, damn, we're, we're, we're breaking up. On top of the up. kid factor. We're getting yeah. a divorce? Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm only, I'm only 16. <laughs> 16 wants uh, a divorce? That's sad. <laughs> can't do it. No. Um. So our last scene is at Alex's house. Jay and Alex are watching TV. And this is when Alex's mom and Chet uh, arrive with like a 24 pack of beer. And they are very excited to see Jay that that he's back because he <laughs> also I just realized Chet is also the name of Sean Hunter's dad. And is Chet just the universal like possibly white living in a trailer park al- alcoholic white trash name? Debbie, I feel like it definitely like, and I'm sorry for saying white trash, but I, really it's just the operative word here right. for like you know the context. I don't yeah, like you know. the trope of white trash, but yeah. the trope of white trash. Yeah, I feel like names like I'm not gonna name too many names, and for fear of naming anybody, this is the podcast. But like, there's Chet, Chet and then the child like, version is Kyle, and then like I fe- yeah, or like a like a Tracy. I feel like a lot of times it's kind of like it's framed like oh like a trashy name which to be honest you know what's funny about those names um I think it's a case of just trickle down like it's kind of like um they were once I want to say like actually like popular like names for like more like upper middle class wealthy people and they just kind of like trickle down into society and then like it gets to the point where like a certain class uses the name too much then Richie will stop using it because like oh it's like trashy now yeah. It's like the name yeah. like like names like Crystal and like Brittany. Like I'm not <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, those yeah. names are trashy, but I'm saying like at one time like a Crystal was like a very like chic name and now it's like Yeah. I think, you know. Yeah. An Avea like when... backwards, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Names and have class markers just... and I'm not you know, I don't think that's a good thing, but that's just reality. They do. Also, it's it's no coincidence that Chet Hanks, even with his status, has ended up the way that he is. He he acts like a damn a damn Chet. He does. It's it's he couldn't help it. It's his name. It's his, it's in his blood. It's in his DNA. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Alex is observing all of this, right? She's observing. Her mom and Chet, like, like you know, slap it up, like, besties with uh, with Jay. And she's like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> this is I not mean, she's seeing her future. Good. Yes, very much so. Like, even a mom is like, oh, my God, we miss you. Remind me of Chet. And she thinks it's a good thing. It's like, Chet beats oh, no. you up and hits your daughter. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. what? And... She, you know, she has this realization and she's like, oh, what's happening? So she needs some air. She goes outside. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, because, sorry, she needs, she says she needs some air after being uh, confronted by her mom. Cause she, re- her mom is like, oh, I'm so happy that you took Jay back. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not, I didn't say I took Jay back. We're just hanging out right now. And so she just kind of has like a whirlwind moment of like, oh no, what's, this is my future. I don't want this to be my present either. And so she goes outside for some air. (gasps) And this is when Paige is outside 
she's like, I was, I was too nervous to ring the doorbell. It is very much, this is like their rom-com moment. This double parter is very much a rom-com between the two of them. And I love a rom-com. It is. And Alex says, we don't have a doorbell. Mm Mm-hmm. And like they're kind of like bantering, like little like their dialogue between each other is like very, very rom commy and poetic. But also they have such good chemistry with each other, and it's just it's a beautiful thing. So Paige is outside and she's there to apologize, and she's like, you know, are you willing to take back a stupid girl? Or she, I think she said, like, are you are you willing to have an, um, a stupid girl in your life? And then Jay, uh, Alex is like, oh, I already have one of those. What else do you got? And so Paige says, are you ready to have someone that's ready to stop worrying about what other people think? And, you know, Alex is like, I guess, you know, I guess I can see what we can do. And kind of like accepts her apology and, you know. So they come together and Alex is like, so what about that whole thing about you saying I'm nothing? Like, are we going to, are we going to talk about that? Like what's, what's the deal with that? And this is when Paige apologizes and she says, you're pretty much everything. And then they hold hands and it's just so adorable and so cute. Uh, They're very cute. They're very, very cute. cute. And I and I I realized I was like, it's been a while since we had like a kind of like will they won't they ship moment with two people that have really good chemistry that you kind of like like with the build up of them getting together. I feel like You're completely time, correct. We haven't had one like in a while in a long time. I feel like the last time we had a kind of moment like this was maybe Marco and Dylan, but maybe I think something since so. Then. Now I think about, it, I feel like Degrassi hasn't been very good with the romance lately. It's been a lot of drama, but not a lot of like, um, like couplings and stuff that I think we've seen and have enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, I know Spinner and Manny was a couple that got together, but I feel like their chemistry wasn't that great, and it wasn't really yeah. an exciting relationship to see. Um. Yeah, I think it's well, like I mostly like, just drama. It hasn't been so much like couples. Like, yeah. I mean, Peter and Emma have gotten together, but like they, they're gross, gross. <laughs> exactly. So or like P or um, uh, Craig and Manny. But I feel like the other kind of even if there's couples that have good chemistry, we're not like we're not shipping them. We're not rooting for them as hard. I feel like. No. It's been a while since we had one. No, of the other couples I've seen have just been like have I just been like, okay, like, sure. Mm-hmm. They haven't mm-hmm. been I haven't been excited by a couple on Degrassi in a minute. And I do think this I is know. like I, I wanna say this is when Degrassi starts to realize that's like a big part of teen dramas. Like we've had like the pa- the page not Paige Emma, I mean Emma and Sean's. We've had like the mm-hmm. Craig, Manny, Ashley triangle. But I think this is also the age when you're seeing more of like the shipping and the like Yes. And I think they started to, re- I think they're starting to realize like people, like teens really like to see that happen. They don't want to just yeah. see like, you know, the drama is great and everything, but like the, the romance stuff is like equally fun. And exactly. You know, 
I think especially when you have such a large like female audience too. I feel like Degrassi was probably mostly like a show girls watched. That's like, yes. yeah, you want to watch? Throw in some of the romance. Show in some. Show us some dating. You know. Exactly. You're so right. I feel like we're entering into the yeah the long term game of like relationships being set up. Um. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Sorry, there's like a bug flying around my computer. Um, okay. Awesome. I'm so happy we just did this episode. Um, I know. So I'm curious to know what you chose for your song for this week. Um, I don't know. I, I was having a tough time. And so I ended up going with the kind of thing of like, oh, some, what was it? At some point someone was saying... I think okay, I was going with the theme of like people kind of like looking on at Paige and Alex kind of like with Jay, um, like of being like, oh, these girls are so stupid. They don't really know what they're doing or like kind of like people observing and kind of, I don't, I don't, I don't really, I'm trying to think of why I chose this song, but I was kind of thinking of like, oh, people are looking in on Paige and Alex and not really like thinking that it's real or like the connection can be real with two girls. And so I chose Mm -hmm. the song stupid girls by pink. Um, And, you know, kind of like female empowerment uh, singer and, you know, being like, we're not stupid girls. We're, we're, we, we smart, we important. And (laughs) I definitely love my, my opinions. I definitely that's a fine song to choose i will say though that um a, upon re-examining that song as an adult Who's it's like that? really have you ever listened to the lyric like really listen to the lyric it's no. she's mostly it's it's very pick me it's very like i'm putting it's like it's when i when i first heard this song i also was like oh yeah like what happened to the visions of a girl president she's right and it's like just putting women down for being like sexy and being like, oh yeah, like eating disorders are funny. Like they don't eat. I eat. It's oh. very pick me. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> I my 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 overanalyzing was like, oh, pink is like is saying this ironically. Like this is what everyone's saying about us, but we're not stupid girls. Like No, no, she's oh, saying it no. about other women. Like I I I pink. also thought that about the original song. Um, and I, I want to say she might have come out and said like, yeah, I would not have done that song anymore. But like, well, it's a very misguided. <laughs> there's a lot of articles about Pink that song being like, Damn not great. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I'm gonna revoke that song. I'll choose a different one before I post the playlist. Um, so check out our playlist no, you if don't, you want to see you my. You don't have to. No, I have to do it. I have to do it. No, I'm I'm just pointing I out. I it. think it was one of those situations where I think her intention was to be super feminist and be like, we're more than just being sexy. But then she just ended up like kind of then debasing women for being sexy, and it was like pink. <laughs> Damn it! Well, I can't. I I can't live with myself. Because I I literally thought that was the I thought I'm gonna make you feel worse about yourself. Let me let me read a quote. <laughs> oh God, go I ahead. I love seeing go you ahead. cringe. This author remarked, 
Pink shits on these women who are too stupid to break out of the chains of patriarchy by harshly judging their promiscuity and blaming them for giving in to sexist tropes because obviously women are to blame for their sexist objectification. <laughs> Damn it, Pink. Damn it's okay. it. it. It's okay. Look, I used to love the song. I did. I used to be like, yeah, this song's like this. And I saw a video. I was like, yeah, she's right. Stupid girl. Pink girls. Stupid girls. <laughs> All of us with our internalized No, but that song still like, goes off, though. It's just this very misogynistic, but it's like, hey. But I also listen to, like, songs calling women bitches and hoes. So, like, am I any better than Pink? True. No, not really. I'm out here talking about, like, I don't know. Bitches and hoes. Bitches and hoes. <laughs> I actually call women bitches and hoes. Like, I do. So, I get, yeah. I'm not better than Pink. And I'm not better than you. I know. Okay, I just love to. I know, but I'm still I'm still gonna choose a different song because I just love making fun. I was really like, look, I I was literally thinking about like, damn, Pink was really out here just like empowering us all. (laughs) Damn you, Pink. Also, do you remember like Twitter was having a moment, being like, remember how like we all thought like Pink was like mixed with something? I thought Pink was black, the original black Pink. (laughs) Black pink in, the, yeah. in my area was just pink, and it was it was white woman. Yes, exactly. yes. <laughs> she looked even black. though she had she. It, it was the tan and like the pink hair. It was the I think hair we and register. I, the, the hairstyle, and also like there's something about her skin tone that it looks like yeah. she's a biracial, like a mix or a very light skinned black woman. I was like, oh, okay, like the Rachel Dolls. There you go. Look, I'm like, yeah, she black. <laughs> I was like, oh. yeah, she she. <laughs> Listen, we were all bamboozled, okay, including me with we this were. fucking song. So, and now, and I just I don't trust anybody anymore. That's when Halsey was like, oh, I'm black. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, you're a liar. I don't believe you. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Um, okay, my song choice. Mm-hmm. Um, was I just I, I realized after this episode I had already picked a song by this band so I chose another one of their hits. Um, okay. Tattoo T A T U the the fake les fake lesbians maybe real lesbians from Russia. Um, the not gonna get us song. Oh like, yeah. Like they're not gonna get us. They're not gonna get us. Like it's kind of like kind of hyper pop. I don't know what you call that. But yeah, um, yeah like I chose that song. Because like, oh yeah, we're like gay and like but like no one's gonna catch us. And they're like in Siberia in the music video. <laughs> it's a Canada. Yeah. It's a Canada. Exactly. exactly. I, 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 it's Canada's like Siberia, right? Um, it's the Siberia of North America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yukon rules. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I chose that one. Um, you know, being gay and you know running away from from society and the judgment of society and that's Ooh. what that's about um but those are our songs check it out on apple music and spotify i actually have updated the i've been updating the playlist i've been on top of it so listen to it on spotify look at me um yes. i'm killing it next week we'll be back for another two episodes um Together Forever, episode 13, and episode 14, Eye Against Eye, spoiler alert if you're trying to not be spoiled. Um, Together Forever, Downtown Sasquatch, 
have a shot at a record deal when a music pr- producer shows interest in them, but they later find out he's only interested in Craig, who has to make a difficult choice. Meanwhile, Liberty prepares to give birth while dealing with the stresses of school. And in Eye Against Eye, episode 14, the Friendship Club's opinions on sex and homosexuality threaten Spinner's newly prepared friendship with Marco. Meanwhile, Spike's friends visit her in order to cheer her up on her and Snake's third anniversary. Um, all I want to say is I'm shocked. I think I, I remembered so little from Liberty's pregnancy and birth, but then I was like, oh, right. I remember so little because there was so little about pregnancy and birth. They just, there's so little, they just um, dropped it in there. I didn't know she had the baby this soon. Also, um, the episode after this one, I ha- I, I watched it. And I had no memory of it. Like it was my first time watching Degrassi episode, which I'm pretty sure I've seen. But I was like, I uh-huh. do not know what's going to happen at all. I am enthralled. I was excited. I was like watching it for the first time. I was. I hope that keeps happening. Yes, I think we're entering into the era where I have like very less and less memories of like specific episodes, and it, which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's that's true. It's probably going to start happening. Um, a little bit more or less. It's going to be kind of coming in and out. Um, mm-hmm. But we are very excited to continue on this journey with you on Degrassi. Um, please keep hitting us up in the DMs. We know you will. I don't have to tell you that. You're going to do it because you guys, you guys have <laughs> such great input and such great um, yeah. stories to tell us. Um, I learned a lot today um, about Fanny Dooley and about drug dealing. Um, and mm-hmm. hopefully those things don't have a huge impact on my life, but we'll see. Um, but... <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we'll catch you later, Broomheads. Bye, Broomheads.